Yes. Four-story walk-up. As Wait always. We're introducing the podcast now? Yes, we are a professional podcast now. Is this uh, the first time that we've ever said the, be- the name of the podcast until the last 30 seconds? Yes. Yes. It's a new age. That's right. That's right. We are never, ever getting paid and never going to make any money off of this stupid thing. I'm so excited to be here for the Four More Years podcast, guys. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Martin Edwards, uh, welcome to the show. What's that? Why are you putting your hand out? I don't know. This is, you know. Oh, I love hand gestures. Yes. This is is Saddam Hussein's, uh, you know, how, how he addresses the troops, right? This is how my uncle did it. All right. Yeah, Murph has never been this excited to introduce me to anything. (laughs) (laughs) As if you're ever excited to introduce me to anything, asshole. I am always very excited. Yeah, okay. Can we play a game? Ladies and gentlemen, proof that I'm not racist. (laughs) Give a big round of applause. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, proof that I'm not racist. Someone even more racist than I am. (laughs) <laughs> it works on many levels yeah um this is great martin looks like he's in the back of a strip club do you look like you're oh. about to get a private dance from someone <laughs> yeah it looks like he's filming on an old like v- chunky vhs camera this is like the pre-bachelor party message to the groom <laughs> yeah did you <laughs> yeah what kind of potato camera do you got going on is it just the the onboard one Potato yeah, this is an old-ass piece of shit. Yeah. Potato camera. That's like PC talk for, um, you know. I've never heard that. Piece of shit camera. Well, you know, us IT intellectuals, you know. This is the kind of talk we bandy about. Hey, what kind of potato camera do you got going on there? I feel like that's like a slur for like an Irish photographer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Martin, what kind of potato camera you got going on there? Yeah. Uh, Fuck off with your lace curtain camera. Fuck off, mate. (laughs) Go back to Killarney with your old potato camera. (laughs) Man, the I like potato alarm clocks from the old science shop. I don't know. Maybe they make cameras. I don't know how much energy that uses. Yeah. Just enough to open a shutter. I think we should do it. Man, this is two weeks in a row, two shows in a row that we have just beaten up on the Irish. They are, they have, they are getting the opprobrium they finally deserve. Are you Irish, Martin? No, you're, you're like a Cape Bretoner, right? Yeah, Cape Bretoner. Um, That's pretty much Ireland have, for Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's a very Irish place. Uh, I have like Irish, Scottish, and uh, French, and German, like all that, all that shit except English, you know? Yeah, look, everyone I grew up with was always like, you know, uh, my ancestors are Scottish, Irish, Welsh. Like, nobody ever said England. It was crazy. And yeah, when I got to Halifax, it was a lot more kind of like, you know, like, oh, my parents were proper British or some shit like that, you know? I guess you guys kind of have, like, loyalist-ass people who were still proud of that in New Brunswick for some reason. You're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've never heard anybody talk about their loyalist heritage. I don't know. I have no idea what my... I know that my grandmother... You've never been uh, drunk is, at a bar? No. <laughs> what does beer taste like? Um, I, no, I know my grandmother came over like on a boat um, from Wales when she was like two. 
she only got on a boat, dude. I like yeah. to think that she was, was it a cruise ship, like a small <laughs> boat. <laughs> My grandmother, after years of collecting like a Canada pension, um, like 15 years ago, became a Canadian citizen. They just never bothered with the paperwork back in the day. She's lived she, here her whole life. She so was Welsh this whole time? Yeah. What's that? Sorry, yeah, now, she, what's, so she's Welsh? Wells, is that, is it? Yeah. Yeah, when she was young, and that's the only one of my grandparents that I know anything about. My dad has spent uh, hours and years of his life tracing the genealogy of the family, and he's never uh, told me anything about it, nor have I asked. Damn, i just like to say, European party mix. <laughs> my, my grandfather's name is Forward, so I assume that is English, but I have no idea. Do you think he didn't tell you about it because there was some shady business going on in the family, perhaps? Uh, mostly just chain smoking cigarettes at the kitchen table. Like one of your aunts <laughs> maybe fucked a Pakistani guy, maybe? Maybe? Uh, maybe. I think there's some Quebec French on my mom's side. I think Ew, my grandfather dude, was yuck. French. Oh. I don't know about my other grandmother. If you're going to set this family back, I'm going to send you to the oldest city in Canada. For the rest I, of your life. My, my, my grandmother on my mom's side, I've heard uh, countless stories about how much she has paid for various items around her uh, apartment, but never anything about uh, our lives or heritage. Damn, she'd be good on the prices, right, I guess? Yeah. Uh, or she, she would just tell them that she saw it for cheaper somewhere else. <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. I really tried to have a lot more light in here. I've only done like maybe like five or six like Zoom things like since geez at the beginning of COVID, and uh, yeah, I have an extra lamp in here and everything and Christmas lights and it still looks like. Yeah, Get that not- lamp in there, man! Let us light up, light up that fucking pretty face of yours, baby. I've got this like old style lamp, but the lampshade doesn't really work <laughs> because it's like one of the one of the curly light bulbs, so it doesn't really fit right. Yeah, his grandmother brought that over from on the boat from Wales. Probably. Yeah. Did they have electricity back then, or is it one of those, uh, you know, like the lighthouse kind of people, you know, like with those uh, think oil lamps? That my grandmother is older than uh, Thomas Edison. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's not three thousand years old. No. No. Um. Well, this is fun. She went well, to high school with Tesla. Yeah. Um. Well, this is great, guys. I'm. Uh, Excited for all of us to be here. I, uh, I had a pretty. Yeah, how, how's your day been? Uh, my day, uh, my day was uh, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I finally watched King of uh, Staten Island today. It's a pretty sweet movie. Uh, 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 Bill Burr. I like, I like Bill Burr. He's, uh, he's, he's a good guy. My Marissa Tomei's my, 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 my mom. I don't know. That's it. that's my Pete Davidson. <laughs> I thought you were doing like Theo Vaughn's granddad or something. I didn't know what the fuck that sounded like. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> so, he basically sounds like this. He just sounds like he's like, like he's maybe got a cold or something. You know, like, you're like Pete Davidson. It sounds kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger got the shit kicked out of him. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? What are all these people uh, doing in that now? That's when he started lifting weights. He got sand kicked on him at the beach as Pete oh, Davidson. Why are you doing this? Why, yeah. why are you doing this? Yeah. 
I think St. John Comedy just found it's Dana Carvey. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're a show that's about to be canceled, but we're not even ever going to get picked up. I mean, what are not we going to be? Not enough people watch this for anyone to care enough to cancel us. That's true, sad. true. You can't, you can't be canceled from something you never got in the first place, I think. That's my philosophy, Martin. <laughs> it's a sad fucking. I love we don't know. We don't know about the uh, what about the like unspoken cancelings though. Who knows how many jobs we've all collectively uh, applied for, and they just search us into uh, Facebook and skip ahead a little bit. Oh, he's talking about retards. Not hired. <laughs> uh, maybe they would find mine. Be like, oh, like his uh, his Twitter is locked. How pretentious! I am not fucking hiring this guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to see them tweet. That's a bad. That's always a bad move when you know some when a comic's Twitter is locked up. You know that someone yeah they crossed some sort of line somewhere. <laughs> um, what did you think of the King of Staten Island? That was a great movie. Uh, I loved um, with just the, the the arc of the character for Bill Burr. Just like starting off, it's just like, oh, okay, of course, we're just going to have Bill Burr like, show up on the doorstep and be pissed off, and just that's going to be the Bill Burr character. Hey, hey, and, like, wait, he, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Wait, hey. Then it shows Tattooed that he has, my kid, he's fucking four. Yeah. That's... <laughs> uh, shows him as a good guy, and then it like, kind of reveals him as a degenerate gambler, and then he like uh, redeems himself in the end. So Yeah, Marissa Tomei is fucking mustache. hot, man. Marissa Tomei, number one, number one. She is my number one princess. I will, I will love to make. Uh, she will. I would love to make her my wife. She was, yeah. I, I she's would a, she's like. A very nice lady. Yeah, I would like to consensually, maybe give her a smooch. Um, like if you could consensually give her a smooch, like in a movie that starred you and her, right? Yeah. What like male actor would you choose to be like you know like the piece of shit like you know fiance who's cheating on her? And you're like, you know, like the best friend who's kind of always been there. And in the end, you get to fucking smoke him, knock him out. And then, you know, like Marissa Tomei is just like, Aaron, oh, this is fucking awesome, you know? Yeah, my name will be Kumail Nanjiani, ripped. <laughs> no shirt. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'll just be a ripped Indian guy just walking around. Oh, look at the, you know, that's all I do is IT work, ripped constantly. And being like, yeah. I'm with her. You know, just be a real woke male feminist. You walk around with like, with like the, the call center, like mono earphone with the microphone just hanging around your neck like guys wear uh, headphones. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, shirtless with a tie, you know, just like a Chippendales dancer, just my tie just over my billowy, hairy, hairy chest. And she just notices me. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're getting the <laughs> the ball rolling so for some future pitches, guys. I'm stoked for this. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I, um, Brian, John, and I watched that movie uh, together, and I liked it more than I thought that I would. Yeah. Why were you apprehensive of going into it? Uh, because uh, Judd Apatow's been kind of being a bitch for the last yeah, yeah he is a little fucking bitch dude you go against and our just, lord and savior Louis you got hell to pay you got <laughs> fucking hell to pay like a two and a half hour long sort of biopic of Pete Davidson didn't seem like it was gonna be like a slam dunk but I enjoyed it I teared up at one point. I forget what happened. I mentioned it on the podcast. What made me uh, 
Oh, when what they were getting it? drunk and singing One Headlight by uh, the Wallflowers? No, I don't <laughs> think that was it. Brian, Our, John, I think I think they were telling, uh, there was some story that they told. Oh, about when he was banging his woman? Like this. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably I it. wish I could have sex with a lady. <laughs> I wish I could have made Pete Davidson with Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Damn, Marissa Pete Tomei Davidson could still does get look it. a lot like me. I'm real tall and lanky. Yeah, man, Pete Davidson sucks, man. He can eat it. That's I'm I'm taking a hard line. I'm I'm burning all my bridges, my future SNL. Bridges. I don't have a problem. I I don't know. I thought. Uh, Pete Davidson was funny, like was among the least unfunny parts on Saturday Night Live for many episodes. Um, I saw his stand up before he was ever on SNL. It got, once he became like a celebrity, it got a little bit annoying. But, but sometimes like the uh, the annoying people on Twitter, when I'm just like, oh, all you ever do is talk about politics and like, you know, retweet AOC and shit like that. And I'm just like, man, this guy's comedy probably fucking sucks. Like, yep. And then I go check out his comedy and I'm like, oh, a Conan set. And I'm just sitting there going like, Fuck! Like I wanted to hate this guy, and it's just super fucking funny. I'm just like, man, like if you're like if you're actually awesome at stand up, why do you choose to just suck so hard on Twitter? But really, I guess that's kind of all over now and dead subject because today is like the inauguration day, and we don't have to deal with fucking Trump and Trump jokes, which were like, God, like which one was worse? Like I don't know. I don't know. There, 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 there were some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with you on uh, on that stuff, but I think that they'd get. Uh, I, I I take a sort of more hard line. Like as soon as I see too many, uh, uh, too many sort of intersectional woke tweets, then immediately they're like, "You're fucking dead to me, man. You're fucking dead to me." Not not that I care <laughs> yeah. about Trump or anything, but I just that that's a certain kind of mindset that uh, that always sort of pollutes comedy. I think. Uh, it makes comedy very homogenized. There's some people that are just like, "Oh, look, you're all the kind of the same comedian." You know what I mean? Just like uh, being like the anti-Trump thing. There's so many like comedians that like, and it's not that I really have anything against them or think that they suck or they should quit comedy or anything because obviously they're you know way more successful than me. Yeah. But uh, there's lots of comics that I just like I you know I didn't even follow them in the first place, but I have to mute them because they just show up every fucking day and it's just like oh martin like you know all the things that you never click on and never give any likes to here's just that day after day after day after day i'm just like okay yeah, it's show. weird what they just i was looking at twitter a little while ago and it just decided to show me that uh, monica Lewinsky got a short haircut and i'm like i don't follow monica Lewinsky, but it just this is what it's showing me i guess it's better than an aoc tweet but but that's how I will say Monica Lewinsky does look uh, hotter at whatever age she does now than when she was uh, blowing Bill Clinton. No, man, she could get it even She's then. She's a nice, man. distinguished lady now. Mm. And you know she'll suck your dick. Oh, come on. No, none of that talk. None of that talk, please. Consensually. I mean, I mean yes, I mean. She's respect, not going to be my course, intern. But... She's going to come over and we're going to sign a contract and I'm going to put a cigar in her pussy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, John, I mean that you don't say it out loud. You don't say it publicly, but, you know, as with everyone else, you just save it for the d direct messages so that I can eventually, you know, screenshot them and send them to uh, some sort of blog or something like that, you know? No, I'm, I'm doing a letterman and I'm getting ahead of it. I'm going to put a cigar in Monica Lewinsky's pussy. I'm not going to let oh, you blackmail me. He's also going to get a me. time machine? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Letterman? Oh, man. Got to, so you've got to take a cigar in the time machine? Or you Letterman gotta, is going to bring me on his Netflix <laughs> show <laughs> to put a cigar in Monica oh, Lewinsky's shit. pussy. Live yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> 10 things you can't put in, in Monica Lewinsky's pussy. Not a cigar. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Oh, that'll be my movie. And now I'll, like, uh, I'll punch out Bill Clinton, and then it's me and Monica Lewinsky at the end of the movie. Hell yeah. We ride off into the sunset, and then like, bang. You're like, right. Oh, that, that'd be so awesome. Like, instead of, like, you know, E.T. and then, then the, going over the moon, it's just me banging. <laughs> like, oh, like, just jamming a fucking <laughs> Cuban. Like, uh, like, like, yeah, with, like, the like the, like the sun, you know, like, around us for the background for, like, a perfect movie poster. You know what I mean? Just oh, me. but how about it's the bicycle, but she's, uh, you know, uh, instead of a seat, it's just a cigar, and then you pedal, and then it's just oh, going up. You know what I mean? Baby. Yeah. John's this is... in the background with a cigar. Oh yeah, he no, he's got to be looking down, right? He's got, he's like God in this movie somehow, and he's like exhaling the smoke as the clouds. Yeah, there we go. I approve. Yes, okay. I approve. Perfect. Uh, yeah, no, he has I have the most a... facial hair, so he's the most godlike of the three of us. He shaved off all his facial hair. He's sticking with this mustache, soul patch business. Uh, and he's not he's not quitting on this mustache soul patch business. What do you think? I mean, he it, looks like he's about to play the guitar solo from What I Got by Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks like a, he looks like the manager of a digital world or a, a of a, or a radio shack that decided to go to a Sublime cover band tryout. <laughs> I'm, I work at Digital World, and everybody that uh, buys uh, five used CDs for 25 cents, I'm going to slip a flyer for my Tragically Hip cover band into the bag. <laughs> he looks like the kind of hipster who shows up to a Halloween party and goes, I'm hipster John Candy. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, John. Uh, we're all ganging up on you. I see him. I'm just like a fucking weird alien blur here. This is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. I'm going to be calling back to that many times this evening. and going to be hanging to the right like my cock for some reason. Like, <laughs> there we go. Get your shit together, Martin. This is my second podcast studio of the pandemic. Oh, used shit. To be, used to be in the basement in front of my toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this has been... um. I mean, I even the, with the comedians on like Twitter, like I, I, um, like I today, I think I finally hit the ceiling for the Bernie sitting at the inauguration thing. I enjoy, you it. know, I'm still not over. Yeah, yeah, I, it was for, fun. For like I, I always shit on just like the trending things. I'm just like now everyone's making the same joke. This just makes it less funny every single time. Stupid, but I did find the fucking Bernie meme super funny every yeah. single time. I probably saw like about two hundred in the last day. Like, yeah, it has like, more steam than it should. Fuck, because yeah, it's, it's fun to laugh at someone who just looks like grumpy, but you you like them. You know what I mean? Just Trump is just so like, oh, I don't want to laugh at it. I don't want to be like, ah. Uh, I don't want the no. I don't. First of all, I don't like them turning Bernie into this fucking cutesy dude. All right, like I want him to be fucking. You know, Bernie had his way. We'd big, all be in fucking bread lines. Very big, big hard <laughs> cock. You know, big hard cock socialist. You know, that's what I want of Bernie. That's the Bernie that I want. I don't want this fucking cutesy old man. I don't want them oh, to yeah. turn him oh, into fucking a- Walter Matthau fucking horse shit. Come on, oh, man. He was arrested at one protest in the 60s. Like, come on, there's been, like, thousands of protests since then. I want Bernie, Bernie like, Sanders arrested before midnight tonight. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. I Lock want... But yeah. just for like hop into the, the subway thing, you know what I mean? I want him to sort of pants an Antifa person. You know what I mean? Just like throw a punch with his mitten glove into the face of an Antifa guy. You know? Oh, speaking That's... of Antifa puss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Hey, Happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> All year fucking long. Yeah. I wanted to talk. Look at my. Yeah, both of you, did you co- coordinate your outfits? You're both wearing vertical stripes. It's just a big... <laughs> what we the both fuck? need to look a little bit wider. Yeah, this is lo- this looks like a before and after of uh, a salad diet. You know what I mean? It has a nice fattening <laughs> effect. <I'm sorry. laughs> That's right. I was trying to camouflage myself in a pure one. Yeah. Uh, Martin, I, I was telling the boys uh, that I'm... I'm getting a little sick and tired of these cutesy fucking Bernie memes, you know. I want a, you know, a Bernie with a fucking erect penis and, you know, uh, you know, just like a sleek suit, you know. I don't like them. I don't like the like, like the fact that they, he's being turned into this little retiree that they can they can all <laughs> that, you know, little sort of uh, uh, woke people can like use their hand to like pat him on the head for. You know what I mean? Oh, aren't you little cute? Fuck you, you little bitch. You know, sorry. Guys. Yeah, how how can like, how can Bernie Sanders at this point like re reinvent himself? You know, but like you're like, oh, I want I don't want him to be cute, but he was like, a, if he turned into like a, a telling it like it is leather jacket comedian, would you be like, oh, for fuck's sake? No, no. Go on to I am Lewis Black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we are pro edge lord here. Brian does do. Brian, sorry. What's new? Oh, fucking nothing. Pretty much, just trapped inside. That's pretty much it. You weren't trapped inside. You were running errands. You fucking oh, yeah. liar! I'm gonna yeah. probably Health Canada on you, man. I'm calling Public Health on you. What were you doing? Uh, Kissing out, was, making out in the streets? I was, uh, I was out helping make deliveries. Make deliveries for what? Yeah. What do you mean, uh, make deliveries? The, the girl With the grease got- back hair. It seems like yeah, he's like, I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Time Damn. is money, uh, but. I was delivering a bag to the fishes. <laughs> delivering some concrete shoes. But I'm sorry, you were saying something about deliveries and your girlfriend or something like. Yeah, she's got a little uh, little side business uh, selling. Oh, oil, so he's making a special delivery, if you know what I mean, Martin. Oh, What's a your man cut? needs his funicle oil. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what yeah, they call it? Yeah, he's dumping a load. He's oh, just speak- hoping that they're like, I don't have any money to pay for this. Maybe you could have one of these cheeseburgers. I. <laughs> uh, that's not. That's not what I was hoping for. At, actually, I'm just looking at like a pile of McDonald's. I'm like, maybe we can work something out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's got them in like a picnic basket, like a Yogi Bear. <laughs> picnic basket. <laughs> Brian smells it and he starts floating in the air. <laughs> now knit while I munch on one. Damn. I just wanted to um, make it wholesome, guys. Yeah. Th- <laughs> Martin, you dumped a load recently. You had a new bro- newborn, didn't you? Yeah, old uh, load, new kid. You know? Damn. Congratulations, yeah. man. Thank Congratulations you, you. of no feels condom sex. Feels Sex feels better when you dump a load in the lady. Just yeah, no holding like back. The good Christ Allah intended. You know? Gotta live it up. Gotta live it up while you can. <laughs> That's right. Well, congratulations, man. You're getting lots of sleep, I bet. 
it's it's not not too bad. He sleeps a lot. Uh, very quiet so far. He was a few weeks early, but he's very healthy. So yeah, I'm just very happy about that. Uh, he wore like his very first super cute onesie today, like a little baseball one, baseball uniform. So that was fucking uh, awesome. So a little video call with my mom before this to feel like a good boy. Yeah, and you didn't tell them you're going on a pro edge lord podcast that might get your that might get you cancelled from the internet and future Halifax comedy gigs, didn't you? Well, he he has significantly contributed to the carbon emissions of the human race by having this baby. So you're canceled already. I figured if I had a friend die, I could bring somebody else into the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's a good trade. And Vaughn was huge. This guy's tiny yeah, so far. Your baby's so, yeah. going to have to eat a lot to catch up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's switching to the, uh, the vodka sodas already, though. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Trying to keep him down, you know? Hang on a second, guys. I'll be right back. One second. Yeah, All so right. I can you, talk uh, to Brian Gonzo about nothing. You're saying nothing's new? Come uh, on. No, no. I got, how, how long have you been with your lady? Uh, about uh, nine months, actually. Coming oh. up on the 26th. Yeah, you know what they say about nine months? That he That's should crazy. have been self-isolating in his household bubble. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he's on Tinder trying to get his dick wet. Ah. And the COVID droplets flying through the air. Maybe he could have been getting this dick like a lot more wet if he became, you know what I mean, more quarantined, if he like advertised as a bubble boy. Sort <laughs> of like allure, you know? And just got like a like the little rubber gloves sticking out of Yeah. And you got like a natural twinkle in your eye and bright smile, so it's just like, you know, like he's a bubble boy, but nothing's gonna bring him down, you know? He's the kind of guy who can provide, be a rock, be there, you know what I mean? You're not anybody to sit around moping. He's a bubble boy taking over this world. <laughs> Brian, the uh, the first time that you and the lady made love, did you sensually wipe each other down with Lysols? <laughs> <laughs> well, we maintained a distance Just of six feet. and Pulling yeah. it out. Did um, she wash you with a rag on a stick? <laughs> <laughs> it had to be a giant mop, you know? It was like one of those... She 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 drove him through a car wash. She tra- strapped him to the car, the hood of his car, and then drove him through a car wash. Like prison, or he's just in the parking lot, and she's hosing him off. He's naked against the brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> no, this is how they fell in love. This is how they fell in love. Like uh, he was like, I I wipe up my jizz with a rag on a stick, and she was like, I wipe up my pussy juice with a rag on a stick, <laughs> and the eye contact, and then like I don't know, like Celine Dion starts playing, and then there was some just some pussy juice. I will share my rag with you. Oh man. <laughs> I'd love to hear John sing while Brian bangs his woman. That'd be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just have the sex scene and then pan over to me in the corner with a single spotlight over top of me. Singing Sailing by Christopher Cross. That is... <laughs> uh... That dick's going to sail into that pussy like Christopher Cross. <laughs> going to ride like the wind. Um, man, you guys know how to treat a lady. That's for sure. This is, we are a pro chivalry podcast. I was like, uh, so I don't know whether you guys in Halifax got this, but the local wokes in St. John, they got, they went all crazy because an oh. issue of a newspaper got delivered to a whole bunch of people. It's called the Epoch Times. And, and it was supposed to be a anti-immigrant, pro-Trump, whatever paper. So I found a copy of it. And uh, 
the editor. I got one. It was like 75% stories about uh, how evil China is. Yeah, because, and, and I was like, oh my God, this must be written by a white nationalist, white supremacist. The editor-in-chief is a Chinese dissident from the uh, Huabei province, uh, from the, you know, the province that the, the virus came from. She's like a physicist. I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, you know, exactly what you would think of as an anti-immigrant, pro-white nationalist. Uh, well, he's not an anti. Like, uh, if he's Asian, he's not like a you know, like a white nationalist. He's just a prankster. She was. Right? <laughs> it was a, times, there's no epoch times. Just fucking around. But epoch doesn't that, isn't that like come from like you know ancient Abraham religions? Isn't something like, like that an old ass thing? I flipped so through it. Just I didn't see anything about Trump or QAnon as as was advertised on my Facebook. No, it's it's, I thought it was going to go into detail about the adrenochrome and all that. No, it was seventy five percent. This is how China is fucking you stories. Yeah, and written then, by Ch- but but written by Chinese dissidents. There was one opinion piece that was the only thing that I read that was just talking about like the negative effects of inflation because Trudeau just throwing money at the covid problem which was pretty reasonable so. anyway I, I, written, go ahead jamar if, if it was written by an asian guy i like to think that it was like delivered by like an asian guy on a scooter <laughs> and he had like the little pamphlets and like a little orange pa- like, or like a little paper bag you know what i mean no he had one of those uh those backpacks that's like got the, like the squ- like the long like the rectangle shape ones like he's got to keep a longboard in there he no, just pulls over really. the rickshaw and he goes back to grab one from the Boys, it was a lady. It was a lady that uh, that wrote it. I have the paper right here, and uh, yeah, let me show you what the what. Sh- Hang on. Oh, by the way, there's a part of it that's really hilarious. They have a they have a section called mind and body that I was thumbing through, and uh, this was my favorite article. It's called. Uh, can you guys see it? It's called. He starred in that movie, right? Yeah, I think so. He's hitting the hitting the folks with the racism today, guys. Well, welcome yes. to Four Story Walk Up. You're fitting. Right yeah. in. that's kind of what we do here. Um, with the with the Twitter thing, Martin or or Brian, I guess I don't know how much you're on there, but do you, I find myself seeing mm-hmm. a lot of shitty woke posts, and at the top, it's like this person and this person like this, and that's why it's showing to me and. Like so many of the bad comedians on Facebook don't have their name as like their Twitter handle. So I just keep seeing like over and over again, like somebody whose name is I used to be a comedian, something or Southern. And they're always liking oh. awful posts. And I, I'm like, I should Bro. probably unfollow that person. I click on it and it's a comedian I like. It's Jeff oh, Tate. Damn. <laughs> Like, I, I don't think I've seen anything that they actually posted that bothered me, but just their liking patterns. Uh, yeah, she want to uh, just put them. Uh, I'm not going to finish this sentence. Going down <laughs> <a dark> path. <laughs> I don't know if I just maybe never noticed that, but like, I, I use Twitter differently. Like, I, if there's something that I, I don't want to read about, I just won't read any further I, I usually just use it there to spout off whatever nonsense i'm thinking about on the toilet that's i rarely yeah, I tweet i'm a, but I, I i i i have a lot of enjoyment for the most part of scrolling through the twitter i don't get mad at the stuff i just think it's funny for the most part 
Yeah, I, sure. I like seeing people have. It's just a combination. It's like meltdown, gloating, yelling, meltdown, gloating, yelling, funny thing, meltdown, gloating, yelling, funny thing. It's it's a good. Uh, they got to bring mix. it back to zero. Get lighthearted all of, all of a sudden, so they get some, you know, fuel and confidence back up to uh, I don't know, like retweet somebody who's even more annoying than them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, you, do you guys have the the pet peeve of like I just don't like the funny phrase as like you know your Twitter handle I just want everyone to use their actual name because uh, yeah if you try to put something funny like oh I used to be a comedian or just I don't know like a you know COVID dickhead or something like that it's just like it's funny the first maybe three times I see it if, Good I, Lord. if it's gone if it's gone uh, gone on for like more than a week there's some people uh you know like they've had like the goofy phrase for like you know months or years you're just like what the fuck how can you think that's you're just it's like you're bringing the same joke it's like you're doing the same opener over and over and over and over and over again you know what I mean yeah I guess I'm the only one with this pet peeve <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't I haven't seen it as much. I'm I'm always uh baffled when like I see the the rare like person that still has like the black profile picture that they haven't changed back yet guys can you hear me yeah yep oh, okay sorry i think i just dropped uh, i've done the the stupid thing where like on halloween i'll change my name to brian Goulso or some stupid shit like that but that's kind of reference to treehouse treehouse of horror name changes are acceptable i feel yeah if it references something from my generation that i like i like it but if it's not referencing the things that i like fuck <laughs> them <laughs> that was a real trial by fire fuck <laughs> So, RF, do you think that were those epoch times? Were they like hand delivered, or did they come in the mail? Do you know? The guys were saying that some mail carrier got in trouble because he didn't want to deliver it or something. Do you know anything more about it? It seemed like a legit newspaper. It was pretty. Yeah, it was a legit quality. newspaper. It's a de- legit newspaper with like actual all of the things that the that the woke people are saying that it's anti-immigrant. All of that is nonsense. It's all of the stuff about China is written by Chinese dissidents. Uh, yeah, and I don't know enough about China to fact check it. I didn't even read it. None of it is pro Trump. None of it. But no. I was about to show you. There was a. There's, <laughs> there was yeah, a. So uh, there's there's an article about chivalry. I assume. <laughs> treat her like a lady. Let's bring back chivalry. I love the first paragraph of it. Um, <laughs> uh, I saw this article at my dad's house. Fuck yeah! It's written by a man, baby. Yeah, Jeff Minnick. All right. Uh, so this is a hypothetical scenario that they put to people. I was like, Ooh. so you finished a lovely dinner together, enjoyed a bottle of wine, and now you're walking through the restaurant's parking lot with your date, Maggie, who last week won her black belt in karate, which is just an odd uh, martial art. Time. It's an odd martial art to pick up in the 2000s. Uh, suddenly, a big man cursing Brian uh, clearly intoxicated, Brian, and fist raised, lurches towards you from the shadows. Do you, one, duck behind Maggie, <laughs> who is smaller than you, uh, but trained in hand-to-hand combat, or two, step in front to protect her? When I used to put this student to my male, uh, when I used to put this question to my male students, they might shift uncomfortably at their desks, but none of them ever voted to, and this is my favorite part, to push Maggie towards the attacker. <laughs> 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 Clearly, these students are all fucking idiots. Obviously, the funniest option would be to <laughs> 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 run away, like <laughs> yeah. 
How you, have, you have to give Maggie a can opener and a can of beans and let her cry in hunger for six hours. That's right. Uh, I like the fact that karate is supposed to be the... the <laughs> I mean, this guy's gonna just put this bitch in a fucking arm bar and a chokehold and it'll be lights out, man. What are you talking about, karate? It's back, baby. You haven't seen Cobra Kai? Everyone's yeah, what is he going to do? The, the, the fucking... Maggie is highly trained in the art of the razor's edge. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. She might as well say she's a real... She's a pro at doing finishing moves. You know, she's a pro at doing the perfect plex or the sharpshooter. She just grabs the guy's head and rips it up by the spine. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> I uh, uh, I did get something that was hand delivered in my mailbox this week. That was uh, that was pretty. It was it was it was the week before the Epoch Times thing. I've got it in front of me. First off, we've got instead of usually like a piece of paper pamphlet is a trifold. This is like a quadrifold. And it was folded in so that you can't even see, like, the title of it. So it's, the title of it is uh, United We Stand, Divided We Fall. And there's, like, a little picture of the Canadian flag and says, the myth is Canada. And, uh, yeah, it references a quick plug for themythiscanada.ca. Fascinating hidden truths revealed. And it's just, like, a bunch of nonsense like i have i read it and i don't think that i'm a very stupid person but i have no idea nope, what it was wrong. even trying to tell me there's some sort of conspiracy it's just listing off a bunch of weird historical things but i don't know what like the official story is that they're trying to debunk so they're Maybe it's just like a schizophrenic jehovah's witness they're just saying a bunch <laughs> it's time to discover the far-reaching impact against all of us and something about the queen and why didn't Canada, I'm just reading the bold titles. Why didn't Canada federate? What does it really mean for us as Canadians today? It's the truth queen's gambit, if you know what I mean. Today, Canada is not a lawfully established sovereign nation. These fascinating hidden truths will be revealed. Enjoy the website, plenty to learn, get educated to get liberated. Isn't that the? Isn't that a line from He Man? The fascinating truth will be revealed when I raise up my sword and I cry, by the power of Grayskull. He Man. They're gonna say get educated to get liberated was a He Man thing, but I'm pretty sure that was GI Joe. It's talking about something about the British North America Act in 1867. No certified copy of this act was brought back to Canada by the delegates. Like, I don't know what that I, I just love hey, the yeah. advertisement for a website was hand-delivered on, like, a takeout menu. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is not a constitution, for it constitutes nothing. Which Man, that's a good wordplay. Good wordplay. That's a solid <laughs> but I, like... I've read some fairly dense, wacky, like, libertarian anarchist stuff, and I don't even understand what I'm supposed to be at upset about here and like i just i didn't know what was going on i can't imagine like uh, there's a few crazies on facebook that i follow specifically just like they're hardcore like anti all of like anti-vax anti-mask but like in a 
stupid, not in my like really intelligent book learning type of way. <laughs> <laughs> but like I barely understood what is being said in this thing. So it 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 did not affect me. Meg got very mad that somebody had like she was furious that somebody put us in their mailbox. And I was like, why? Like, <laughs> what are they even saying? Yeah. And I eventually uh, picked the fight with May and got out of her that, you know, nice. well, I'm like, oh, you, you're just upset because you think I'm susceptible to this nonsense. And she's like, yeah. And then I got mad at her for thinking that I'm a gullible fucking idiot that I'm going to change my whole belief system because some fucking pamphlet got put in our mailbox. God damn it. You think Hell I'm yeah. a fucking idiot? Boys <laughs> rule. Yes, Jay. J yes, John. Correct. Yeah, so and you then I'm on your side. I'm on board. And then I cut off one of her toes and I carry it around in my pocket Ooh. all the time. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> man, no, that army, you my address. Man, that army hammer thing is great. I love it. Anytime a woke <laughs> male feminist, anytime a woke male feminist gets caught with some sort of weird shit, that's always a, just a great repute. That's all. Like it's getting so hilarious that like every time this happens, it's it, it's almost getting to the frequency where you know you would find uh, like Christian like uh, homophobic like Baptist ministers uh, eventually being caught with you know some sort of stripper or just some sort of dude you know in a bathroom in a fucking bathroom of a Burger King somewhere. Just the most sordid circumstances. My favorite part of I was reading an article uh, a little while ago, just in case it came up, and here we are. Um, I love how the angle that some of the articles are taking is, oh, in 2013 in Playboy magazine, he talked about how he likes to pull a lady's hair and grab her by the throat. So, you know, this cannibalism thing checks out. <laughs> <laughs> Same shit. Did you know that he once liked a BDSM related tweet on his public profile? Yeah, I mean, yeah, BDSM isn't, uh, you know, isn't completely you know, normalized in, in everyone's. We all know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the text messages are hilarious. Yeah. He smokes a cigar. I mean, and he's obviously Cosby. I don't know. In the article that I read, I the only movie that, that i know this guy from he was in sorry to bother you i have never even heard of all of the other movies that the article that i read was like referencing like he's famous for this this and this and i i don't even i've never even heard of any of these movies the only ones i know are like the lone ranger and uh, fuck, well, uh some spy was he of a was he the lone ranger he's in the social yeah. network you oh yeah you, social he was the winklevost once that's right who, who yeah. was he in the social network he was the Winklevoss Winkle twins. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was good but, and sorry to bother you. Um. Yeah, are so, you doing many shows, Marty? Uh jeez. Uh, I did Gus's the last two weeks because I'm hosting that again. I just came back two weeks ago. I got to do Barely's once. Um. But yeah, I'm at. Uh, I have three open mics next week um but yeah when was the last time you guys got to do a show or an open mic or anything parking lot show uh i i did a few <laughs> no jokes no jokes a... started again in september and i think we went for three months but then december we were in orange and then it yeah, was supposed but... to have been last weekend and we're locked down in red phase yeah, we, uh, it's been a we couple were doing of parking lot shows, even though the comedy clubs were open. We, we just don't get gigs. That's all. Uh, 
the I considered uh, doing we i think we could have done a parking lot show during orange you're allowed to have outdoor up to either 20 or 25 people yeah i bombed at an open mic about a month ago uh nice. that was my last time that i did it i mean it was okay but yeah it was uh it was not good uh yeah i'm transitioning into full uh online retard i think is that's the that's so my brave. Name. <laughs> I, so I stopped brave. i stopped looking at the things for like a week last week just to yeah to see it i did i didn't get the relief that i was expecting i think i kind of missed it i like when i when i finally came like i i and i don't tweet hardly at all but i enjoy looking through it and seeing people freak out and the occasional funny thing um facebook i didn't miss as much i mostly enjoy facebook just looking at my facebook memories um but uh yeah i, I didn't look at facebook twitter or instagram for like a week and then i I came back on and you know caught up on some of my favorite Twitter people and uh, went back to Facebook and that was a garbage fire. Um, everybody's having meltdowns and being crazy. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then I finally got to catch up on seeing Brian gushing about the newest Marvel production and uh, RF doing his hundredth iteration of the same joke where he just vaguely <laughs> references some. <laughs> topical thing and then rattles off a bunch of incoherent words following it um and then uh, got to wild accusations of me ruining the career of a promising young talent uh it was uh it was <laughs> yeah the, the rudy situation yeah I oh got, yeah uh, should, should i take a moment and address the, the yeah yes. what you're yes. like the rogan of like ruining people like you go on I rogan's so. podcast and you do you're blowing up and then you go on your podcast and i'm a, fucked i guess a comedian posted on his public page and he tagged me <clears throat> and said uh john forward you told james mullinger not to book me and he tagged both oh, of us uh... in it <laughs> the, this is a this is something that Wait, he is knows this Sorry. was in 2017. I was driving him home after he was on my podcast and we had a nice conversation. And I apologized and said, hey, you know what? A couple uh -huh. years ago, I was mad at you because you tried to start a fist fight with RF at the R bar after heckling all night. And I told <laughs> James Mullinger that you were a dickhead. And so I brought it up in the course of apologizing for my previous action. And now like three years after that, uh, my name is being dragged through the muck. And, uh, nobody it's, cares, it's dude. Nobody is there's literally, there's nobody's like, nobody's listening. Nobody or we're through the muck. There's no, guys, guys, like Rudy nobody cares. knows who you are. Nobody knows who he yeah. is. I'm, it's, I'm feeling pretty all, canceled right now. And, uh, it's, it's been a tough go. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like the the the, the subtle digs at at uh, my attempt at comedy. I mean, that was very hurtful. But uh, you know, yeah, definitely, yeah, he was right. I'm on his side, actually. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're you're definitely comic genius. Going, uh, oh, Joe Biden, huh? How about poo poo pee pee? When did I say? When did I say pop pop poo poo pee pee? Well, I'm gonna see if I can find a recent example. I have never done pop. You're the one who's fucking retweeting the same fucking dumbass meme from the internet, dude. I I'm not the one who's making papa caca poo poo pee pee move. You uh, you tweet it, you fucking idiot. You shared a trailer for a movie that Brian. doesn't exist. You fucking retard. 
The reason yeah. why everyone dislikes Caillou is because that king reminds them of their own behavior online. Anyway, I'm not pleased with Dwayne the Stone Cold Johnson and Macho Man. I guess yeah. I did. I did love that post. So that maybe that's a bad example. Yeah. Yeah, bring up more examples. Yeah, keep looking through my own Facebook feed for a fucking poo-poo, pee-pee, caca examples. Idiot. <laughs> it's all bro. Is you talking gib- gibberish? You don't, don't come know. at the king. You're going to come at the yeah. king. You best not miss, my friend. <laughs> don't bite the uh, tiger, kitty cat. That's <laughs> meow. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to make a meme of Arf sitting next to fucking Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, yeah, t- uh, I want to get back to open mics. I want to pitch an idea to you guys. Go for it. Uh, since people get to do less shows and uh, there's less people at shows because of fucking COVID, like, yeah, just Gus's the last two weeks was just just for the other comics. I think there was like, yeah, two random people on Monday and maybe just one sketchy old person who was definitely not there from the, for the comedy show specifically the week before. So I'm thinking like, how about like, you're, you guys, uh, like St. John Open Mics is usually around like eight or nine comics. You usually give like everybody about seven minutes. And I usually... Does 12? I, I put seven on mine. I usually, sometimes I'll do eight and I just either five to 10. I'm not super strict. I used oh, to be yeah, more. Yeah. If it's a, if there's a long lineup and we've got a hard out, I'll be a little bit more. Or if somebody's doing it for their first time, I'll tell them five or like their first or a couple times. The turnouts at my handful of shows that I got to do before they closed down again were as well attended as ever. It was uh, pushing yeah, legal Yeah, we came boundaries. back in uh, July in Halifax. Like people were attending shows really well, and especially at that place, the Oasis, yeah. and um, on Spring Garden Road. But uh, yeah, like you know, back after second quarantine in January after Christmas, it's just a fucking rough go. At least we have shows. But uh, you know, when there's you know um, very low attended open mics, do you feel like oh, if it's all just comics, you're like oh, I don't want to do the material they've obviously already heard. I want to riff on something the last person said address something in the room, try to think of something that happened that day. Do you always feel like, oh, if it's just comics, I got to do like a bunch of just random things I'm working on. I'm not just going to do my material or like, you know, God forbid the act. You know what I mean? So I was thinking like, what if you just had five or six comics on an open mic, everybody do five minute sets. And then everybody goes up again and does like maybe two or three minute sets and just riffs on all the other people's stuff. So like that makes everybody you know is there for the show you know <clears throat> paying attention not on your phone you've got like a, you know like a little tab out you know you're making some notes you know so yeah like you do like the jokes that you want to do and then you get like a you know a second chance to kind of riff and be in the moment and of course like you know uh, you know riffing is you know like trickier right it's hard to just have jokes out of fucking nowhere so yeah it's like five minute sets and then the riffing sets are like two or three minute sets so like. Five or six, five minute sets, five or six, two or three minute sets, riffing super fun at the end, and then have the headliner at the end do, you know, 10 or 15, whatever. Well, if you did that, wouldn't there be a lot of repeat? Because, like, Arif and I have both done that when on separate occasions when we're like late on the lineup, where we'll just kind of, for the first couple of minutes of our set, we'll just have like something or other to say about like each of the people that were on ahead of time. But I don't know. I feel like if everybody was doing that, then there'd be a lot of overlap. I would think, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Maybe I it's mean, just I don't, we don't have as much experience uh, riffing just because generally our shows are so spread out, even under normal times that there's more pressure to like, no, I'm not fucking around here. I got to do the set that I've. It's got. not like you're like you're riffing and like you know like a really you know, yeah. you know uh, you know jumping into a topic like it's just sort of like yeah if there's five or six comics you can have five or six opportunities to go you know uh, Arif was talking about you know John was talking about Brian was talking about and you just have, basically have like a one liner each thing 
Yeah, I yeah. guess it would be only be like more close to two minutes than three minutes. Yeah, but John, yeah that would also be fun all. to kind of shotgun, boom, boom, boom. And of course, like me as the host, I'd have to like you know riff in between people. So yeah, like I usually do that anyway when I'm when I'm. It's hosting. like the McGill shows, John. Yeah, you know that, when you do, we used to do that with the, the McGill brand double it. thing. Like there was there were there were times when we, Brian and I did that solely. Like we that that was the the only thing I had no material. And you know, I'd go up on an open mic, and I just take I Brian no with material me. is what's in Twitter in RF's Twitter bio. I don't have any material. I honestly, I'm not a good comic. Um, but yeah, no, I'd go. I'd take Brian up with me, and we'd just shit on the audience, and we just talk. We just it, it would essentially just turn into a ten minute podcast, essentially. Oh, that's and, so fun! Like stuff like that. That's like a. Um... You know, like, so I feel like, especially for open mics, like, the biggest laughs will be for something that's, you know, spontaneous. You know, if but someone, like, uh, you know, like, trips yeah. going up the stairs or, you know, uh, you make fun of, like, the, the last person on stage say what they look like. You make fun of their sweater or something. Like, like it's not necessarily the material that gets big laughs at open mics. Like, not that you want to, like, um, you know... Uh, you know, just have a shtick and, uh, you know, constantly rely on, you know, making fun of stuff and getting cheap laughs. But a lot of those things that are said in the moment are the biggest laughs, especially at open mics. Do you find? I solely rely on cheap laughs. That is the only thing I have. I don't, uh, yeah. don't I fucking take most. that away from me, Marty. Uh, like, riffing, riffing is my favorite thing to do. And I, like, I miss having a, like a good audience that you can pick apart enough people that look different that you can fuck with them. Like, the problem with that sometimes is that the comics themselves uh, are a little. I find are a little sensitive when you when you poke a little bit, uh, and so you know I don't really know sometimes when what the line is about like weight or you know. Hey, I'll just poke at my friends if I'm gonna poke at someone I know. No, but even your friends sometimes can get. Well, little... when I do the when I when I've done it where I talk about. Like if I'm on last and I'm doing the riffing on everybody's set, I make a point of saying something about everybody because like it would be nice. even even if there's somebody that I don't know how they're going to take it for me to just exclude them from the list, I feel like is worse than if I just I'm not going to go like super hard on somebody that I don't really know, but I'm going to I like to go super hard on all the ladies, if you know what I mean. Medium. <laughs> I was just going to say that like, brought uh... to you by Blue Chew. No, come high. on! I haven't. The Bluetooth is not available in Canada. Come on! I just we're bringing it. it. We're smuggling it in and selling it. That's I just use the regular. <laughs> I read just you use the regular Chinese knockoffs. You know that's what I use. Um, we need to get cases of Bluetooth shipped to Brian Giles, and he'll smuggle it across the border for. Just us. kidding! I have we'll not s- had sex at our, all. Our, our gets the old-fashioned way by yelling at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saddam! Allah Akbar! Allah Akbar! Yeah, that's yeah. I pray. Um, uh, the, but uh, I think that's a good idea. But they call that mecca position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always up for trying different stuff like that. But other, I like there, it. There's fewer. People I like it, Marty, yeah. Around that are game for that kind of thing. Like even if we tried, even like the first time I did the the parking lot show, like post pandemic or maybe it was even the one that we did when we got kicked out of the R bar I had intended I was just because I wasn't I had no idea if like the police were going to show up and make us leave the service New Brunswick parking lot at any point so I was just drawing names out of a out of a bucket so that everybody had 
fair opportunity to go up in case the show got cut short for whatever reason. And I was just going to keep cycling through. But once everybody that wanted to do a set did their set, nobody wanted to go up again. I had kind of, when I'd first set it up, I was imagining, let's just do five minutes and I'll pull names out and we'll just keep cycling through the lineup until we run out of power or we all get arrested and go to jail. But once <laughs> yeah. everybody went up once, nobody else wanted to do anything. So John but almost that's in a goes, parking lot. If you're at a bar, like yeah. you feel way less conscious, like because you actually get to go up twice in a parking lot. You don't go up once. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go up <laughs> at a parking a lot. Spot. Yeah, there's no stage at McGill's, so it's not really up there either. We're at the same level. There was a, you, spotlight. You a spotlight on you. There was a spotlight, and there was spotlight. McGill's was a spotlight for the parking lot shows. Yeah, couple couple fl uh, flashlights. No. No, yeah. I've I've got a I've got a Home Depot uh, LED work light. Oh man! Oh, John was on McGill stage, anyways. Like, John almost got jumped at a parking lot show. At the oh, very parking yeah. lot show that was supposed to be canceled, I you know the, the, that had the offensive poster. Remember that one? Spotlight, buddy. Just this drunk guy walking through the parking lot, and John says something. I, to him. I started mouthing off to him, and then he started mouthing back, and then he was started to like rush me. And at that point, I just I think decided, you called him a full blown retard. Is what the maybe. <laughs> I there might have asked him if he was drunk or retarded. Yeah, maybe or a little yeah. of both. Uh, like a, a bunch of us got up to like approach and defend him and like halfway there i was thinking what am i doing yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I saw all of my, like I, my at best i'm gonna get behind him so someone could i saw all my him. soft yeah. friends get up and from a safe distance of 15 to 20 feet away we're kind of like this and this guy's just coming <laughs> towards me and i just decided that if he beats me up, it's going to be worth the story. And people probably won't let it escalate too much. But he just came up and he ended up like putting his arms, like giving me like a bear hug and like picking me up. And then he just put me down and walked away. Hey, Johnny, long time no see. <laughs> if that happened one time at the yard bar, there was some like very, very old man that just showed up during the intermission and sat down right in the middle of the room. So, and so there wasn't any comedians on. So he had no, he just thought he was at the, local karaoke dive bar and then the comedy show started and he just he was saying something loud and i was like that's enough out of you old man and he got he was like old man and like he was like pissed and like he started walking towards me and i'm sitting there i'm like what's this old man gonna do and like he winded up like he was gonna punch me and then he just reached out and shook my hand and then went back to his seat he gives you the predator handshake <laughs> The, I don't get the, the predator handshake. You know the 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 arm wrestling handshake at the beginning of Predator. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the actual predator shook someone's hand. I was like, did they shake did Danny Glover's hand at the end of part two to like give them uh, respect? Did you ever get swung on, Warrior? <laughs> Marty, did you ever get swung on? Swung on? Oh, like someone like uh getting the uh, like aggressive from the audience? No, fuck no. We're civilized here. God. No. Did, I, did, I, did I ever tell you about the guy the guy swung on me in, in Fredericton at the Wills's? No. What the fuck? At that place? Yeah. Oh my god, that guy, like uh oh, it's, it's I think not I've me. told I've told <laughs> the story over and over again. I think everyone's heard it, but we it's not me, it's a cider. Like Yeah. Well it was right after the uh I think it was right after that concert where what's his name died? Gord Downey died. And I, uh, I made a, 
I made a, a concert joke. where he died. You mean the last concert they oh, did? I don't think he died. Oh, whatever. <laughs> he dies on stage. <laughs> I'm He's like, still shaking. <laughs> hey, that encore was not funny. <laughs> Worst concert ever. Worst live stream ever. I hated it. He died on stage. I don't know no, if he's just in what the tumors are doing. <laughs> I don't know if he's in a groove or if he needs help, but he's like, ah. <laughs> My casket's sinking and I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. Better be in the trunk of a car. <laughs> okay, so there's a Wilser show and yeah. or Downey, uh, like a little bit the old biscuit. And then yeah. Arif's on stage feeling saucy. Yeah. And because you know how he came on uh, you know, with. Uh, you know, he came on with that weird sort of shiny tin, like that that foil jacket. Do you remember in the concert? Oh, of course. I don't know if yeah, you remember. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I he sort of like very mild. The Tin Man and Elton John kind of mixed in one. Like that's right. I I just had a mild joke, very mild. I think I was like he had more tin foil on him than the average Alex Jones listener. Very mild, nothing. You know, and that's this jo- guy joke about clothes. You, d- you didn't say. Uh, yeah, that's. That's a right. fun little joke. And then I said, I'm glad he died of cancer. But anyway, but the joke was <laughs> that he died of... the the It was the tinfoil. But then this guy, you know, this guy looked like he just walked out of Evolve. You know, he's just wearing, you know, uh, Birkenstocks and uh, shorts. Like yeah. those... Uh, he know, he uh, looks like a four-year-old cargo short Value Village. Cargo shorts. But he looked so how like... How bad a, did he beat you with the didgeridoo? He was. <laughs> he had to put his bongo down, and he'd be like, "Hey, buddy," you know. He had to take the hula hoop off of him, and then That's he you walked tried off. To tell him what the poets were doing. That's right. <laughs> so this guy, he looked like a marketing manager who just went to evolve and came to the thing because he had like one of those beards, you know, one of those perfectly quaffed beards. Oh, he was evolved. He was evolved. He was ahead by a century. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, and. Um, he wanted to take you to the hundredth meridian. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he wanted to send me back to that one, and uh, he uh, he's like, "Hey, buddy, you can't fucking say that." I was like, uh, "I say, why? What are you talking about?" And I said something. You know, I started making fun of him. I, you know, uh, I said, "Maybe Gordon like- wouldn't want you to throw bottles at the fucking performers." Yeah, I told him. I said, "You look like weird Al at a fucking at a, at a at an outdoor music festival," and he just swung at me. But you know, he's completely drunk, so he compl- so he missed. So I just caught him by the. I mean, this is the Isn't least. Isn't like a gate at Wilsers or something like that? Like, no, this was on the other side. This oh, was okay. on the like other the side. Masterpiece Theater side. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> So they had switched the thing around, and so he swung at me, and he was so drunk he missed. So it just looked like I caught his arm, and then I pushed him aside. He was like twice my size. It wasn't like it wasn't like I was a tough guy, but he was just so drunk that it just yeah. looked like as though I had pushed him out of the way. And he was the single most masculine thing I've ever done on stage. Uh, really? Everything like, else has been bombing. bombing. You can't fucking say that, buddy. <laughs> I then I pissed I on him, fucked his mom. I would assume you would have just thrown your date at him. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, like five years ago, I went to, uh, I went on a vacation to uh, Portland, Oregon with the wife and hit up some open. Ew, I was Antifa there. Central. 
And I, I was doing a largely black room, like on the outskirts of Portland in like the bad oh, yeah. part of town. And I was on stage and I was just like showing off for the black people because there I was on stage and there was some there was some uh some Are you humping a stool there was, or what a, were you there doing? was a white couple a like yeah, the there's like white people drive like this I've been fucking a blood out blood out I, I, I was sitting I was sitting down and watching blackish impressing the black people here's how you put on a do rag yeah I love are you impressed no guys no we're definitely not get this hoggy out of here yeah black specific hair dye am i right <laughs> so so there was there was a white couple sitting at the bar very close to the stage just having a loud annoying conversation i made some comment on the stage about oh it feels so much at home there's ignorant white people ruining the show five feet away and like all of like the all of the comedians were like, oh, my God, they were acting as if, like, I just was the bravest badass that ever existed. And I didn't really <laughs> understand why. And after I got off stage, May reminded me that we are in the States and they're allowed to conceal carry in Oregon. So th that's probably part of the dynamic. And the comedians might not be as uh, likely to mouth off to patrons. And I think it, that's not true. Out. I think I don't think people conceal and carry in every state, though. That's I just looked down it up to, to find out. I conceal carry is legal in Oregon if you have a permit. Yeah, but I don't think, but it's not a, but conceal carry is like a cultural thing. I don't conceal, I just carry. It is more likely that an audience member you're mouthing off to at some random bar on the outskirts of town is holding a gun than anybody at the R bar. R bar is prime knife territory, but I <laughs> don't know if there's any guns. Yeah, you remember that the giant fight that broke out after a show where the bartender got punched in the mouth? Oh, she got smashed in the face with a beer bottle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Brittany Campbell pulled me into the gambling area just in time to not get hit by a chair. I was really hoping you would say Brittany Campbell hit somebody with a fucking beer bottle. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. That would have been the greatest fucking night. Yeah, was, she was... It was during the karaoke after. Those people are animals. I'm sure she's killed before, and I'm sure she will kill again. Yeah. <laughs> so for, that was actually that was the beginning of the end for No Jokes Bart at the R Bar because that bartender for some reason didn't want to do Saturday nights anymore. Um, so we just kept getting a just a parade of different bartenders that fucking hated our guts. And I would of course antagonize them. I'd be playing some death metal for like an hour to clear out the regulars before the show starts, and they'd ask me to turn it down, and I would just say no. So that, that probably no wonder help. you're the king of portland that's right Mar M marty right now is probably like Bi feeling like billy zane in the titanic you know like when <laughs> he's talking to you know just the lowly immigrants uh, in the bottom hull you know they're like what are you guys doing in the bottom what are you guys dancing with each other breaking <laughs> bottles over each other's heads he can't wait to grab a child and get the first lifeboat out of here <laughs> that's right <laughs> swearing if i can just go up after and riff is that, is that totally cool you know yeah. No, I think that's totally cool. I think that uh, I don't know. I think around I don't know. I'm a, I, I like the the sort of uh, wild, unpredictable nature of doing something that's just right at the top of the dome. I like that stuff. I mean, I I miss, the, I miss the sense of danger from the Arbar. I don't think there was much actual danger, but there was there was a feeling of it. Yeah. No, but what Marty's talking about is like you know, just 
going just being just relying on pure funny like you know just like your instinctual funny rather than the rehearsed well this is my act you know and there's something very sort of i don't know i find it a little bit boring sometimes like i, I the good point the the people who are trying to do good points comedy like as like who do you think you are man you what if the riffing good points clown. though <laughs> I, I, it's ve- it's very rare. It's very rare that people riff good points. They riff some good points, fit in some nice uh, callbacks to uh, I don't know whatever. Yeah, if into. someone was like you know like pandering with riffing and then got an applause break, I would be so pissed at an open mic. Yeah, I hate them for the next twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. guy should have a UBI too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, justice for Brianna Taylor. That was. I mean, <laughs> and then everyone claps. I was like, all right, man, who else was against this? Who hey, the, audience member in St. John, New Brunswick at an open mic, arrest the cops that killed Brianna Taylor. You go do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a it's just a weird move. You know, I always feel like we're just fucking dumbass clowns, or at least I feel like that way about myself anyway. Like, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a. Like I didn't think that people. I thought that people like shaved cats until two weeks ago. You know, that, that that's how dumb I am. So I just assume other comics are just that stupid as well, right? I think I just thought of like the most like pretentious, condescending, like woke thing for a comedian to do on stage. Yeah. Like you know, if you're like, especially yeah, if you're like white guy, but you're like totally white knighting. If you're just like, listen, like uh, I was gonna do my six minutes of new material tonight, but like I think we should all just stop and read this article. <laughs> ask everyone to get out their phone and read like the article like simultaneously together light a candle while you're reading it you know yeah you, you ask them all to like it. read it in unison like a cult too does uh-huh. it get that bad in mm-hmm. halifax is that what never... we're doing no 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 do they read one verse and then the audience reads another verse like a church service yeah it's a. Uh, I, I, I guess i just assume that is happening in other larger cities you know that kind of sort of wokishness, but I mean, you. I, well, I, this was like pre like hardcore woke times, but even in Portland, Oregon, I was surprised at how, like, I I didn't get like a strong like PC. Everybody would be mad. Like I wasn't doing anything like super edgy, but like a little bit, and nobody seemed to be bothered by any of it from the show from the shows that i had done but that was pre-trump so who knows yeah I don't but know it still had it still had a reputation it was definitely hipster central at the time but he, honestly even walking around portland oregon there are seemed to be more hipsters in st john new brunswick yeah i don't know it, hey, it, speaking it, about go ahead Brian. i was talking about like um uh, controversy and hipsters. The thing, the thing we, we hate about like hipsters is people being uh, disingenuous, right? I yeah, like it's, it's essentially yeah they're lying. It's yeah, like, it's like comedian. Like you don't necessarily have to like you know get super personal in your com- in your comedy, but uh, yeah, like kind of like you know exaggerating how genuine you are about your politics is being disingenuous. And I think like uh, sometimes you really have to call out yourself for these kind of things. So yeah. I want to bring this to your guys' attention. A little confession that I'm gonna make, and I might get in a might get in a podcast um, trouble. Yes. Let's I'm do it. Pre-type the Facebook post right now. Uh, oh, Edwards said. Ma- oh yeah, right, go. go for it. Okay, guys. Uh, actually, maybe you can guess. What am I faking right now? 
what could I possibly be faking? We were, uh, are we, what, like 80 minutes into the podcast? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, can you guys tell that I'm only talking into a microphone that's not actually plugged <laughs> into <the laughs> What? Oh, my God. I realized that I didn't have you like another fucking... thing that goes over it to make it smaller, so I can go into my computer, and I'm just like, ah, am I gonna call Sarah and then I run over to her place and then run back after supper? I'm like, no, I'll be a fucking sweaty mess. Like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna put the fucking cord in like my sock drawer because I just have like my laptop on a dresser. In my you... <laughs> I feel like I feel like we just got prestige. Oh, you were. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Like, like yeah. I was feeling bad all of a sudden that he had to murder his brother to pull this off. Yeah. yeah. It's just kidding. Vince that shows up, like, immediately, like, the, the screen changes and it's just Vince. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell us that your microphone was actually, like, a Rickards blonde beer bottle. The, the <laughs> 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 Gonna play a little slide guitar here in a second. Damn. Well, that's how they podcast in the big city. Yeah, the master class. What happened? Did you just uh, you, you just you felt embarrassed that you didn't know that? Uh... Yeah, I need like the little clip to make like the the end chord like smaller. You know, I have the one that makes it bigger that goes in like a keyboard that I have downstairs, but I don't have the opposite one that makes it smaller. You know, so I'm like, oh, I don't want to look like a dummy without a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but two of the boys just have a mic don't have a microphone and they just think the audio is completely fine so i'm just oh, yeah, here with right. a microphone for no reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking i'm such an idiot i was like this guy is he has a mic in his fucking sound so shitty when yeah. <laughs> i like uh well yeah doing my shows i get to hold a mic less often so i was kind of looking forward to just being hey buddy i don't want to just fucking yeah, man, I got the whole mic stand and everything. Look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so pro how you can see half of my microphone in my shitty dark room. That looks like, <laughs> it, looks like, like it looks like a black and white TV Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Marty. Man, you fucking Kaiser Soze'd us, man. This fucking, you just walked out of the, <laughs> the, the police station and you got rid of your limp, man. It was you the whole time. There's a coffee mug falling in slow motion right now. That's right. <laughs> I feel like this is this is Carrot Top's podcast. This isn't even plugged in. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I think you ever, you ever do podcasts on the toilet and he has a toilet seat with a microphone duct taped to it? That's the Carrot Top podcast. <laughs> man so wait, i like it man i like it i like it with john's just swings for the fences and it's just nothing but he follows up by smashing a, a watermelon with a hammer <laughs> that's right <laughs> you mentioned the toilet and that's where that joke immediately went um i just want to see a giant cane pull john out of frame yeah i don't know what is it like what do you like? Are you in lock? Like you just staying at home, or what's 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 going on with you, Marty? Like, what are you you working from home, or what's going on? Uh, I was at a restaurant. Uh, the place I was working at before uh, the first lockdown in March just ended up closing down. It was like uh, in the library and the art gallery, and they were closed for six months, so they were yeah. just gone. And I was mostly doing like the, the catering out of there. 
So, uh, yeah, boring work talk here, but uh, then I was... No, I want to know. I was at a restaurant from June, and then uh, they've opened back up, but they're at great reduced hours, and I was only there for five months, so I'm not the low guy in the totem pole, but I'm approved for EI for, like, fucking 48 weeks. So, you know, obviously my wife's on maternity leave now, so I'm just like... Take advantage of the family time, absolutely. Like uh, when oh, I had a kid eleven years ago, I just had to be back and fucking work in a restaurant like three days later. You know what I mean? So now I get to. Uh, yeah, it's the perfect just, time to become yeah. father when you have no income. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, yeah. That's why I had a second kid to have more income. What yeah, the dude. Fuck, John. More fucking breed and multiply. I say have more kids, man. Just fucking blast loads, man. No, no yeah. care for the morrow. I say fucking blast loads. 2021 is blasting loads and pussy time. All right. No more caution. Your kid and Brian's kid. You know what I mean? What the hell? They don't even got a quarantine. I'm a cool dad. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, what is. So you've just been hanging out at home, eh? Like, I don't. I I basically. I have to be in quarantine for the next, like, uh, seven days because there was a case. Yeah, I know. It was. uh, It's pretty. Yeah case in the yeah. schools and so whatever mm-hmm. and uh you know i thought my beating off would be way more what are you doing than... spending time in schools beating off yeah beating off that's what the problem was <laughs> that's what the initial the problem was don't throw him off when he starts talking the tug talk let's go come on <laughs> tug it out of him right john is yeah, the flow mask around your cock so the COVID cum droplets don't spray out on the people. I'm not spraying at <laughs> all. Was, I'm that was that was so poetic, like the cum droplets, like this very like Shakespearean cum. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. John John is new known for his Shakespearean illusions, I think. <laughs> that last yeah. sentence was an iambic pentameter. Back up the tape. Damn. <laughs> and uh yeah, I thought my uh yeah, I thought my beating off would be a whole lot more than it is. And it is it under control. I don't. I don't have oh, anything. Oh, you're the master man. of your domain. I have become, you know, just a Buddhist. I've just you're one uh, with the tug. I no. I have not. Uh, I have not touched my penis. You, you just saving it up for the last day. Just let it all go at once. Paint the room. Oh my god! Like f- for a while there, <laughs> I was beaten <laughs> off, and it was Sundays at Arabs. It was coming out like the last tooth, like like the last bit of toothpaste in the tube. You know, that's like for a while there. Just coughing out <laughs> sand. Just <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't know what the next load is going to be like, but uh, I hope it's going to be good. But because the like, last... you, you probably own one of those like disembodied like ass and pussy molds. And your load's gonna be so strong, it just blows the asshole right into the pussy, and you only have one. Yeah, of your mom and your so you sister. Have, you have to bring I it bet, back I, to the store and be like, "I blew out another one." <laughs> <laughs> I bet he frames it and puts it up. Yeah, but uh, make a mobile out of your discarded fuck asses. It'd be good <laughs> modern art. Yeah, it's gonna be a great Metallica album, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the white album three. um but no i have not uh quarantine quarantine has been very quiet on the sex front you know i've not been doing a lot of beating off uh it's been a lot of like i went to the library the other day and i had to buy a i had to get a book about uh the it was called it, it was about the forgotten holocaust 
in um, in China. Is that what you're beating off to now? No, but I just want to show you because I. That's what he I, needs to stop masturbating. Just whenever there's an urge, he starts reading about another Holocaust. Well, I, the director's that's a, cut. That, that's him thinking about baseball. The Holocaust deleted scenes. It was in Nan. It was in Nanking, right? And now, when I went to the library, when I went to the library, and you know, I tried to find it. I couldn't find for the life of me find it because it was supposed to be on hold. Now this is a long story because uh, this was what the book actually looked like, and I and I walked out. I was very excited to read the book, so I started. I sat outside the library and which is attached to a mall on a bench reading this, and this is what it looked like. I'll just pull out the book one second. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Talk about French cuisine? No, it's called the Rape of Nan King. A, a, a guide for the rest of us. Yeah, <laughs> it 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 just it's looked like. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. I was like wondering why, because <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> an Indian man reading up a manual about the ra- <laughs> anyway that's the image for the for the episode <laughs> <laughs> maybe put uh, maybe put it in Bernie's hands or something because I had to call the employee and I said I'm pretty sure my book is here I just can't find it so he had to go thumbing through and then because there were a lot of like hardcover books and then you know, all of the books are actually sort of, they're actually held on the shelf spine out, right? But this one was the only one that was like this, you know? Uh, and so the, when the guy pulled it out, all he, like, he pulled it out like this, and he's like, is this your book? <laughs> <laughs> like T-1000, is this your book? <laughs> no, I was like, I was well. picturing like a card trick, like, is this your book? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, is this? A, it's it's a history book." I was like, "It's actually about the rape of Nag. It's actually a historical incident. It's not, you know, it's not an instruction man." Was this Nanking bitch hot? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> province in China, actually, actually, actually. I love her album, uh, "The Miseducation of Nanking." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's been my bed night. That uh, that's been my nighttime reading. It's a good thing to go to sleep to, you know. Yeah, um, I really hope she gets like a like a the revenge kill. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? She yeah. this motherfucker down. That was called Hiroshima. Uh, was the revenge? Oh, going back yeah, in the, time, a little throwback. I get nostalgic for these kind of things. Yeah, because the because Nanking happened before Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and you know. More people died in in the Rape of King than uh, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki combined. So reads one book and then he thinks he knows everything about rape. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to turn this into a history. He's a real, he's a real rapeologist. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, what have you guys been? How have you? How has your quarantine been treating you, guys? I just I know go to we're work gonna and t- have. Um, edgelordy podcast playing all day i hit pause if some, on the three times a week that somebody might wander in yeah that's pretty oh you played it. on the you played on the speakers 
Yeah. Wait, on the with the with the subwoofer going. <laughs> I don't have a subwoofer at work. I'm still working for the upgrade. I need that surround sound. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Luis Gomez just saying the N word on a podcast. Yeah. Just walk by John's office and it's playing the hate speech, the bear song. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I definitely need to close the shades when Legion of Skanks <laughs> is on because there could be hardcore gay sex on the screen at any moment. Uh, yeah, um, I mean that, that's what they figure is going to be on your screen at any moment, anyways, John. So yeah, but the IT department isn't signing up for a paid gas digital uh, subscription to see what I was looking at. I am. <laughs> oh, that's going to be Louis J. Gilbert, uh, Louis J. Gomez's new, newest podcast. Not watching Seinfeld. Louis J. Gomez watches gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, Louis J. Gomez and Tim Dillon watch gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Imagine how red Tim Dylan's face would get. Oh. Amazing! I would love to watch that podcast. Um, <laughs> what is? I, I've uh, been trying to get out of the house when I can. I went to. I got a gift certificate for Italian by night for Christmas, so we went out. Ooh, to, uh, we went out to dinner last week, so that ooh, was la la. nice to get out of the house. Yeah, Italian by night is a very fancy restaurant. And actually, when I was mad at May for getting mad that I was going to be tricked by this pamphlet being stuffed in the mailbox, I contemplated going to Italian by night by myself to spend spend my gift certificate out of spite. John, fucking (laughs) boss move, boss fucking move. I would (laughs) respect, dude. Um, sorry to, but isn't that a crazy thing? Like a crazy people are bringing their kids. There was a chill, a child's birthday party at Italian by night. The night that I was there, they had balloons and everything. There were multiple families that had like their little kids. That seems like a weird, would would either of you bring your young children to like a fancy restaurant? No, to a restaurant like that. Like when they're like, I don't know, like, you know, old enough, I'll bring them for like lunch somewhere, but yeah, not like evening. Yeah, when like someone's trying to like you know throw down some money to like you know try to get some like some ass that night, I'm not gonna bring my kid to be like, ah! <laughs> I don't I don't think he can get chicken strips at Italian by night. No, I yeah, think you know what's yeah. happening. Um, do you guys have a, a hot dog, please? <laughs> a nice Italian hot dog. You know what I feel like is happening is I think that the pandemic is turned in everyone. Everyone feels like it's just the Wild West. Like everyone's walking around like Clint Eastwood in, in, in Unforgiven. They're just like, whatever, man. People are just fucking whores outside. We can just bring children to an Italian the restaurant. We can do whatever we want. a step too far. Bringing the kids, I assume that was just because they wanted to go to Italian by night. And it's probably hard to get a babysitter these days. Like it's the Wild West. I shot somebody with a bow and arrow the other day, but I'm not going <laughs> to go to a restaurant. We're not wearing a mask. He was just walking yeah. inside a fucking. You know, if he was wearing a mask, home. that arrow wouldn't have gone in his mouth and out his ear. Ah. Um. But yeah, I think. Well, to go back to John, John, what were you saying when you were saying the idea that oh, someone is going to get a pamphlet. And all of these dumb people are going to be swayed by it. But me, the smart, intellectual, genius person, couldn't possibly be swayed by it. You know what I mean? It's like a, such a weird idea of y- human beings. You know, like the rest of the people that you actually have to live with. Like everyone else is dumb. I am the smart person. I don't understand. You know, I can tell the difference between the truth and bullshit. Do you know what I, I love mean, it when the people saying that are the people that have like the exact opinion that you would have if you never questioned anything that a politician or the media ever said. 
Yes. Like, I've got the default opinion that the in, that I've been hearing the in, my entire life, and I haven't asked questions. But exactly, you're you're, you're too stupid and gullible for this <laughs> this quadrifolded pamphlet stuffed in your mailbox. Yeah, me who's been fucking tweet like my side, whose only business for the last three days has been tweeting out the same fucking Bernie meme over and over again. No, me, I don't get swayed by the the you know the the patterns of other people. You know, but these like dumb people, you know, they will just believe oh. fucking idiots. Jesus Christ. Oh, I like this take. Uh sorry. Martin. Yeah, I, I think about I that all, like, these are not the views of Martin Edwards. Martin is No, a good I do man. like this take. I think about stuff like that all the time. You just put it in like such a different kind of context. Context. Like, yeah, I always think that's like so condescending. Like, oh, you can't possibly hear these dark jokes. Or like you know, watch this movie or blah 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 because oh like not me I would never be swayed by this but no stupid I, I dummies get it, like you but... but yeah like oh yeah of course like they are also sw swayed into yeah I don't even call that like you know like being like cancel culture people anymore just like there's I don't like, yeah it just sounds it's just like oh yeah I get what they're going for with a poo on the Simpsons but you know racists will be mad and think that they all work at convenience stores or some nonsense yeah the crazy thing about a poo was that. Like Indian people love the fact that Apu was on The Simpsons. I remember watching it. I was like, "Holy shit!" There are Indian, like Indian people, are such a big part of Indian, like American society that they decided to make a caricature of us. You know, we I, I get love, to be I love made how fun so of backwards as well. They think that they're scoring woke points by just removing people of color from things. But like, get rid of a like it would make a little bit of sense if they just recast Apu with an actual Indian person. Yeah. Uh, but like Aunt Jemima, oh but there's a picture of a black woman on that bottle is racist. And Uncle Ben, a just yeah. a kindly old black man, racist. These are not the opinions of Martin Edwards. For the, anyone who's listening in Halifax, I apologize. He has been brainwashed into this. <laughs> the good person. We are the person who are pro people who are problematic. But well, I am a moron who can be swayed by anything. Today I was watching TV and I saw reflections on Islam. Then I converted to Islam. And then I switched <laughs> channels. <laughs> and the Jewish you saw a cartoon. Time. And I was just like, oh, well, I don't want to go against the Jewish voice. So then I was converting, trying to convert to the Judaism, you know? Yeah, you don't want to be anti-Semitic by not So are you going to send me that pamphlet in my mail? I live at 6370 Young Street, Apartment oh. 3. Well, there. apparently, <laughs> if you go to www.themythiscanada.ca, I think the whole website is just the pamphlet. So you can Damn, so they oh, would no, just want... I don't want the information. I just want to get in an argument with my girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, just... Scream at your woman. Fascinating hidden truths will be revealed. Ah. But don't say what they are, though. Just leave her wondering. That's how you get them. You don't make any specific claims that can be fact-checked. <laughs> yeah. Plant the idea that something is wrong and you should be upset about it. Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't know what... Like, com like I at some level, I think I like the 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 sort of hard bifurcation that's happened within comedy between like there's a certain kind of people who are sort of banished towards the badlands and then the people who are accepted within the mainstream and i, I kind I of liked like it when everybody was all at least on our small scale i liked it better when everybody kind of mixed together yeah i mean i think that there's more freedom for 
Are you just talking like, about like maritime scene or just comedy in general? Like oh, maritime scene. Listen, me, I, the maritime. I don't, I don't know anything about. It. I'm not even part of the maritime scene. I'm barely a comic, Marty. I'm nothing, honestly. Oh, I'm right very now, well but. aware of that. <laughs> Marty, come on! You're supposed to be nice. I liked it better for the maritime scene when every when people were less siloed and everybody was doing the same shows because, like, the New Brunswick audiences, I don't think are like super ultra woke. The, no, they're some, not. Some no. of some of the wokeness mostly comes from the comedian end. Yeah, I think that's a lot of like you know English <laughs> majors and sociology majors who like it. Really, I think. Having gone through that program, I think it actually makes you more retarded. Like you have to spend at least ten years in the real world to unretard yourself from your English and uh, social science degrees. And I sometimes I like doing the what would be considered woke shows too, just to kind of see what. Like I don't want to antagonize them. I'm not going to go do somebody's show just to bomb on purpose and piss everybody off. That's not fun for anybody. But I like to see what I can get away with. Yeah, it's nice to have that kind of challenge to see how your particular style would yeah. like work in a room like that. How you would adapt to it. Yeah, and I, I think it's you can't adapt for, it's, to it. It's man. better for everybody. I I I can. I, there's some. There's certain. Dead jihadists, man. It's Wokistan. You're, it's like trying it's to talk to... It's not as to... bad as you're saying it is. Have you, yes, it have, is. have you experienced this on any show that you've ever actually done? No. Every exactly. woke show that I've ever done. <laughs> every... Absolutely all of my... Uh, absolutely not. All of my friends who have woke opinions, they laugh at all of my jokes. I've never. No one has ever tried to cancel me. No one has ever tried to come to me. But cancel you from there, what? Yeah, constantly for more. What are you going to be? What are you going to get? You're going to get fired from your tech support job? That's right. What are you going to yeah. take away my fucking apartment? My fucking shitty apartment in the they're, South End? Gonna Come at your, me, bitch. They're going to take away your library card so you can't rape, run books about rape? It's not about rape. It's about the rape of Nanking, everyone. <laughs> it's by Iris Chang. Uh, they emphasized what they wanted to what they yeah. wanted to focus on. It's not a it's not an instructional manual. It's what happened. <laughs> an actual not, historical incident. It's not rape for dummies. Yeah. And and I feel like that would be the Bible. I, I'm more comfortable in a woke <laughs> room than somebody that mostly only does those rooms is coming to do no jokes barred. I wish that wasn't the case. But yeah. they, they seem to when they do, you know, man man up and uh, come down and do a No Jokes Barred show. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't. But you can tell sometimes when somebody's used to, wait a minute, my good point here usually gets an applause break, and it doesn't. Oh, God, you can't get points for applause break? Oh, but like, but, it, but I, th I think it's good. It's nice to see, like, not in a, yeah, fuck you, I'm glad that you're bombing kind of way. But I, I, I appreciate... Sometimes people do that and they don't do well in St. John and they're like, oh, shit. OK, just my thing. It just it, it different rooms. It doesn't but do really you feel work like it's everywhere. Like newer comics who like, you know, do two shows in St. John and go like, oh, St. John is this and St. John is that. And I don't do good in St. John. You're just like, really? Two shows? Come on. Yeah, there's like, there's a few people that have only done shows once or twice and may have had a. Well, that's that's the thing. Like if you're used to doing this and i'm theorizing but like if you're used to doing just like this particular show with this particular people and you do well and then you you do the same thing that usually kills somewhere else and it bombs some people are like oh maybe it wasn't as good as i thought 
which is usually, which is probably the better take. And that happens to me too. Sometimes I've also seen people that are used to stuff doing well on No Jokes Bard, and then they try to do somewhere yeah different, and it does not go over well. And there's yeah, two, I'll, and I'll, there's two ways you can either interpret it as yeah maybe it's not as good as I thought it was, or maybe there's just a different angle or a different way to present it. Or some people are just like fuck this audience. It's either they're yeah too, I don't think that's a they're cool either to too be, sensitive like... or they're too degenerate to get it. Yeah, sometimes that he... can be true. It's not. I'm not going to say that's never the case, but it's yeah, like, I would never want to be like oh, be that the default was... position. Yeah, sometimes the audience like... is wrong. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I never. It always sounds douchey if you're the comedian. To me, it always sounds like douchey if like yeah, a comedian's just like, oh, this audience just didn't get me. If you're, yeah, especially if you're, like, when laughing, you say it on just, stage, like, oh, that one uh, was too much for you guys. <clears throat> I've, I've sometimes like uh, I haven't heard this one in a while, but like yeah, this would be like uh, you know, no no comics that are still around Halifax or anything. But uh, it was somebody who used to often go, maybe you guys will get that one later this week. You're like. Oh, did you really just fucking say that kind of shit? Like, kind of sending shit? Like, oh, because oh, eight people didn't laugh at Gus's pub? What the fuck are you talking about? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll say that sometimes sarcastically. Like, if I. Vince Hoban, Martin Edwards has called you out. Can't believe it. It's it's oh, sometimes it's it's, it's a good cheap way to save it if he's if you bomb and then just like go the other way and pretend like it was just over their head. But like you know, not, it, it depends on the person saying it and how yeah. it's delivered. Like sometimes you just like if it's done like in a condescending way, just yeah. like oh, like your pun didn't get in. in, in yeah, I'll do it after like, a joke that was obviously bad and I instantly regret and then just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's 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 over your guys' head. Yeah, I might say something like some of these are just for me or something like that, but Yeah, yeah. Well like uh, I'm just talking about like, you know, having like a kind of a condescending tone if you're not doing well. Yeah. It's just like what I find like just like the most like you know, kind of a you know, brutal thing to do as a comedian. One of the most like, you know, brutal or annoying things to do as a comedian. Yeah, if you don't have humility, if you're kind of like, you know, putting yourself above the audience. Yeah, also like, uh, it's ridiculous to be like, oh, I have a circle of friends or a little community and that's where I do good. And that's where like, I feel like, oh, I have my brand or something like that. I feel like people think about like having their brand like now. People don't think about yeah. finding their voice. Do, you know what I mean? Doing well to, is a good be- ego boost when it happens and it's fun, but I, it's not really helping you get any better which yeah, is not you gonna grow if you're supposed to be yeah, yeah you're not gonna grow if you just do it in front of your friends you learn more from bombing than you do from camping. yeah absolutely like uh, i love if i you know go to a room and then i'm just like oh it's like loud ass drunk people like you know i don't think i'm like you know super cerebral or, or like you know alti or anything like that but i'm just like my stuff is a little weird something like that you know like uh and then if you kill for people you thought that you know like you originally thought were going to be dummies you're like oh i win i win fuck yeah and it's good that i went into it with a positive attitude and not like hey this show sucks you know yeah yeah i'm, I'm trying to get better at um adjusting the set depending on how things are going because most of the time like i do longer stuff so if i'm doing a 10 minute set most of the time that's like one bit and uh i'll just barrel through but yeah i'm I'm starting to build in like the last i headlined a show in woodstock before christmas and that was the first time i had like a flow chart made up where like of different levels of like different categories of material and i would kind of, my plan was to kind of bounce between them instead of having like a set set list where i was just like well this isn't going well but this is the set that i was going to do that's the first that's what happened to me when i uh when i bombed the 
the time that I got the middle spot in Halifax. It's like that movie, ago. A Beautiful Mind, but just for an open mic comedian. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I did Yuck Yucks It's like all Halifax, these words floating around like farts. Set, like, yeah, I, went, I, went there, I went there with like sets that I thought were like crowd pleasers that I've never done badly with. And then like, yeah. I had like three long bits set for like my 20 25 minute long set and the first one which usual which i don't think i've ever bombed with got like tepid Shit. and then the second one like actively angered people and uh, then like and then i just bailed i was number I one i didn't like one. it i just didn't know what to do now i i feel like i'd be more equipped to just if they don't like my written material i would just do some crowd work and just do something something else but at that point um i had less years under my belt so i was just like uh the plan's off the rails yeah i would like sometimes you find that like you have a set that you plant uh and then like you know if the crowd's different or something you're like oh like uh my plan was to do new stuff uh but i don't think that crowd's gonna dig this um you know uh, i'm just gonna you know fall back on old stuff um uh so like yeah there's two ways to kind of feel like you you bombed you know what i mean like if you're like oh i you know i feel like i just should have went with old stuff or just said fuck it and like just yeah just like you said like you know yeah. plow through with what you plan to do you know what i mean I, you're I just, just like oh i mean i'm an idiot i plowed through with new stuff i should have just done the old stuff and then if you do like you know uh you know old stuff or think that you stuff something you think is more likely to work and you didn't do the new stuff you're like oh i totally bailed either way you feel like you're going to be bailing you know yeah, well, the the last punchlines set that I did was dirty, and like there was a point very early on where I said like a not very bad, like hardcore line, and it was like oh, and like at that point I should have been like okay, because like each subsequent punchline just dug myself in deeper. Ah, uh, like, Marty, th there were times that where I was like okay, if they didn't get this, they're certainly not gonna be with me for like the next five escalations of this premise <laughs> fuck yeah you ever do the thing marty where you just call everyone in the audience gay and retarded and just hope that they would laugh i just ask everyone to like to line up to like you know shake hands at the end of the show but then i like wrestling style clothesline them <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Just Doesn't the know, show songs playing pardon me um, just while the big show's theme songs playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Maybe that's how we build uh, unity in the uh, the comedy scenes. After every show, we'll line up and be like, "Good set, good set." Yeah, good set, there good we go. Set. Make some camaraderie for sure. Uh, yeah, and especially like uh, what we you know shows are getting like uh, you know canceled because of COVID and stuff and small scenes and just like. Why would you start drama? Like, maybe I feel like this because, you know, I didn't start comedy until I was 30. So I was just like, oh, you know, uh, I just have to get along with everybody and keep my mouth shut and just write jokes and be cool. You know what I mean? I'm just, like, now I look at like, younger comics like start drama. I'm just like, this is just because you have time to waste, you know? Yeah, I feel like I, I try to start less drama than I used to. It used to be worse, but... Uh... Yeah, that, you, you, people, you are talking the, about Martin. You are most of the about people John that stood to John Forward are no longer around. So I'm, oh. they're just uh, yeah. ashes in my wake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They went down it's, with the John Forward massacre. That's right. No, they did not. They are, <laughs> they are absolutely fine. They are, they're just living their lives normally. Um, you ever find... Uh, 
I came across an Instagram profile of my ex-girlfriend from high school. Just came across it randomly. <laughs> I looked it, I looked it up. At 3 a.m. after a bottle of Jack. Yeah. Was that, the, was that the last time you fucking tugged one out? Or was I was it? masturbating <laughs> to my yearbook signatures. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, have a good summer. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, she kept her Instagram profile completely locked up, right? And for but some, you kept coming back. Yeah, I was like, "What? <laughs> I wonder." And so now it's opened up, which, which tells me, which makes me think, mm, probably single, right? Is what I'm. Oh thinking, yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. Problem is, yeah, you need to get those thirst traps out there. Yeah, she is, of course, four continents away, mother of one, you know, and completely unattainable. She is. Wow. I mean, she is like a she's like pictures of her around like uh like cars, like Ferraris and shit like that and I'm like Oh, she would be like on a poster like you know what I mean? Like No, 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 around actual Ferraris and Porsches like wearing Chanel glasses or I don't know what the hell she's doing where you know, she's like, like living it up. Ours yeah. uh, got pictures mom. of him smoking cigarettes in a plaid jacket outside the circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking outside my window at a fucking Camry with uh, doors that are a different color. Yeah. <laughs> Just a uh, plastic bag windows. Like, yeah, there is no way. And that really depressed. I don't know what. I mean, I looked at it like she looked pretty good, but. You know, I was hoping for her to get fat or stupid. I, I, th I think you're. I think you're being a little too down on yourself. You're a mother of one. <laughs> when you were on her Instagram, were any fascinating hidden truths revealed? Uh, no fascinating hidden truths. I mean, it was a lot of like, mm, like I, I can tell, like the, the, you know, it was the classic. Like I've put on a little weight, so it's sort of the, the, the high. Uh, picture, you know, just so that the jawline is a little bit more pronounced. But maybe I could be reading into it. There were a lot of pictures with her mom, you know, which is surefire hey, so sign. Important question. Uh, when you had a relationship with this lady, did you that break was, yeah. up with her or did she break up with you? Oh, you boy. 100% oh, broke up with him. Because oh, if yeah. she broke up with, with Arif, that means that like the next picture I want Arif to see of her, she's getting hit by a Porsche. <laughs> this is what you do for revenge man you, you, there's like diamonds all over the pavements like broken sunglasses <laughs> banger moment i don't know i don't approve of that kind of in his hand <laughs> i don't approve of that what, what you got to do our, this is how this is how you win in the end uh, take a picture of yourself banging her mom on the hood of a, a McLaurin. Dude, her mom <laughs> fucking hates me, man. Like, when we were in high school, like, she... So we used That's to just how thing. she shows affection. We were, like, it's you know, a... Go on, Marty. What were you saying? Sorry, sorry, sorry I'm fucking... How dare sorry. you fucking interrupt me, you motherfucker. All right. Um, the, uh... <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I told you this story, Brian, but the... Uh, one when we were growing out, like when I was in high school, like we were up to like sixteen or whatever, and so her mother didn't like her talking to me, so she would call me like late into the night, like two o'clock in the morning. So we would talk from two to four. I had to go to school at eight. We had to she's go to like, school at eight. She's like, my mom said you blew your cousin to play contra. Is that true? 
Yeah. Brian, we don't talk around his bedroom with curlers in, twiddling his finger around the phone cord. No, I had a cordless phone. Fuck you. No, come on. I was writing his diary. She found out about my cousin. He's got the cordless phone and he's just jacking off the antenna while he's I did, to her. I did tell her about the fact that I jacked off to the one to the one of the Hanson uh people, like the lead singer Hanson, and then she was the one who told me it's a guy you know. And that was fucking devastating. I feel like your sexual history is a series of women you've slept with that have asked if you're gay or not. <laughs> and I don't think they've gotten to the bottom of it yet. RF has gotten to the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My hey, so uh, I'm on Instagram right now. Can we, can we, can I, can I find this lady? Uh, yes, yeah. So give her her name and address, phone number. <laughs> I can't give. Uh, I will message. I will. Me- oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, Marty. I will message. Put it, it. in the Zoom chat. We'll all look. I will it put up. it in. Th- I, I will put it in the Zoom chat. Hang on one second. You don't this fucking bring it up, you, you sons of bitches. Don't fucking bring it up. You can't. Hey, you're the host. You have the ability to stop us from sharing the screens. Do you know how to wield your power? We're going to find All out. All right, boys. Look it up. I just want to send her a video of my last guest about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Hang on. Let me let, let me just find it for you. Arif's a self-proclaimed not a real comic. I am. <laughs> uh, she would... Um, like, wait. Uh, she would uh, talk... Uh, we oh, would I hate talk, that. We would talk at the nerve uh, of them. Nerve like, of the middle of, of the broads. night. <laughs> middle of the night. We would, we would talk in the middle of the night, uh, from two to four, and there was just this one night where, uh, for some reason, her mom picked up the phone, and it just happened to be at the time when we were getting into. Like I was. This girl is the female RF. What are you talking about? (laughs) If you transitioned, this would be your Instagram feed. (laughs) (laughs) You think I? This is my Instagram feed, you son of a bitch. No, if you became a a cute lady. What do you mean? She kind of looks like you. She looks like me. This looks like she could be your sister. Are you retarded, dude? What are you talking about? Do you guys think that she looks like me? Bring it up on the screen. No. <laughs> you know, you could really turn this around on John as the most racist thing he's ever said. <laughs> this is definitely not racist. Those cupcakes look phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And uh, I don't know what the fucking point with this story was. but So you're, you're, stu- boys, you're like, stalking get out of the, the Instagram the post. Yeah, you ever done that? You ever done that? The the, uh, the stalking of an ex? Uh... No, I d- I, I'm just in surprisingly, fucking. Surprisingly, I don't have that many exes. One of them voluntarily <laughs> is still currently friends with me on social media. A few of the other uh, Bible camp girlfriend, I've never been able to find her. Uh, just to check in, um, girlfriend that I had in university, I don't remember what her last name is, so it's hard to look her up. I'm I'm still friendly with pretty much all my exes except the mother of my children. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, just about every relationship I've had since we. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the latter part that I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> 
that we're, we're getting along. The, I believe you. The, I believe the we're, former part. It's not the la- it's the latter part that we're getting along okay now. I'm maybe being yeah. a little bit too harsh, but you know she's yeah. not my biggest fan. Yeah. Well, I'm not your biggest fan, and I'm good friends with you. I I don't blame her to be honest with you. Um, Can we get her Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, but. Yeah, it's been a dark fucking quarantine is what I'm saying. Uh, but let me read some... I don't know. I'm going to read some calm. Oh. Oh, well, Mr. Vincent Alexander is watching. He, he Just the great comedic nice. Oh, the great TLF. Yeah, nice. That's all that... Uh, <laughs> that's all that Vince has to offer, nice. That's uh, his closer. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Shane, I saw Brian Godso at a superstore a few weeks ago. It was a St. John celebrity sighting. This is nobody's. Great content. We're two hours deep. Let's read some Facebook content. Some yeah. comments. <laughs> I mean, he was anyway. gracious enough to not approach me. Apparently, I didn't see him. But yeah, uh, Brian was stuffing his. He he just had a steak in front of his face. Yeah, I'm, I'm just shoving a whole chicken in my mouth, and I'm like, I'm with my family right now. Marty, did you fucking <laughs> change your lighting? Uh, I'm moving like back because I think like if I move back the light, I'll be more under the light. And I'm, I'm slowly figuring these things out. I'm slowly coming into the light. It's like a Velvet Underground song here. Marty, you don't have to fucking hold the mic. I mean, we know that the fucking mic doesn't work. You fucking <laughs> <retard>. <laughs> I also have contact lenses in that I don't even need. <laughs> Just clear glass contact lenses. Oh, there we go. Damn. We have been like holding it for effects. You know what I mean? I feel like I, uh, there's an obligated, like, you know, to be more funny or have a point if you have a microphone in your hand. I also find out sometimes on podcasts, like I'm not talking into the mic and I'm just talking like a dummy, like it's a living room. So now I'm just like, this is like practice because I'm, you know, Marty, you're fine, man. Real missed opportunity to not at one point in the whole time been like, is this thing on and tapped it? Oh, shit. And no, it's not. It. And show the core. <laughs> that would have been the perfect punchline. You, you blew your whole prestige. Marty, you don't need to be fucking funny on this fucking horse shit piece of shit. <laughs> Come on. No, but nobody's listening. Hey, nobody's there's listening. enough comedy from our pit stains that everybody's enjoying every time he raises his oh, would, you, would you melt a bag of ice in your armpit? What are you doing? I guess it's an like ice cream dry. sandwich. How, 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 is this dry, how is this dry? But that's fucking so. I've been wearing this all day, man. I've been, oh. you know. What do you think I've been changing in the afternoon? Like, Look, why's it got white? And like, Brian Godso are... doesn't seem it's like a multiple a... wardrobes per day oh, type that, of guy. That's it's my that... deodorant. Oh, that, Heavy on the aluminum. I thought that's where your last load went. RF just puts his deodorant directly on the outside of his shirt. Is that not where it goes? It um, actually looks like both his armpits have yeast infections. It's looking pretty bad. <laughs> All right, man. After. The like, white fine, froth is coming right through the shirts. I've got, got some pretty rough mitten, pit man. stains. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, this I, is I an old t-shirt. A, I don't know. I'm not taking off. The white shirt. froth. I think that's got to be the worst band name. We are the white froth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the new podcast name, the white froth. <laughs> the white froths. Oh, um, they also got a hardcore side project. That's the uh, Milky Discharge. <laughs> there used to be a, a St. John punk band called Vaginal Discharge back in the day. Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Yeah. Vaginal um, Discharge. Yeah, it's very fucking punk rock, man. Um, 
I don't know what the fe- I like the fact that everyone like the last time I went up on an open mic I liked the fact that I could just uh uh just do whatever the hell I wanted you know like it didn't matter Nobody and I think that there's something the Huh? Nobody puts RF in the corner. That's a dirty He's a peacock. Reference. You got to let him fly. <laughs> no, no, no. I felt like the pressure wasn't there. Like there wasn't any... Uh, it didn't feel like as though there was any pressure to do well or do... Like it felt like as though it was the end of comedy anyway. You know? Like it was the end of like we were at the end of something rather and rather than at the beginning of something anyway, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling so like lost for like stand up now. Like when I came back after the first quarantine, I tried to have lots of new jokes and new material, and I'm just like, okay, if I uh, if I don't have jokes ironed out, like I usually try to, you know, like talk smoothly and you know just deliver a joke the way you imagine yourself delivering it. You do it like you know enough times, uh, you get good at it. So I was like, oh, okay, if I have no confidence in my jokes and I feel like I'm just going to forget, you know, the half-written joke I have in my head, I'm, like, trying to ham it up a little bit and have more excitement, you know? So, uh, but then, like, coming back after, like, second quarantine, I was just like, oh, like, uh, I just want to go back to the way, you know, I wouldn't, not that you can go exactly, you know, the way you were, like, you know, a year ago, but, like, get, get a little bit more, you know, bring it, bring it back home, as Bob Dylan used to say, you know what I mean? Trying to get, get back to where you once belonged, as Paul McCartney once said. You know, but uh, I'm really just feeling like, oh, I have so many new jokes. I don't know how to start sets anymore. Um, you know, I don't want the same opener every time. Like, like you're going to find like you're writing new jokes and you're like, oh, I'm not writing any openers or closers. So it's just somewhere in the middle. I got to fit this weird stuff in. So I just feel like I have a crazy mishmash and my rhythm is all off. And uh, yeah, I watched like a, a guest spot, um, uh, just a little seven minute video from like, a, yeah, a guest spot at Yucks like a year and a half ago. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm like, you know, doing those jokes I was working on for, you know, like a year and, you know, delivering smooth and having transitions and stuff. And I'm like, man, I got to get back to that. How am I going to get back to this? You know, I think we're all starting at ground zero, like once this all goes away and we're all getting back to it. I haven't been doing much writing, but I've got enough. I've got enough stuff that I've done like once or twice that I can just dust off and fix up a bit. I haven't written anything in like months. Yeah, uh, except I had an idea today, but yeah. Oh, what was your idea today? Uh, Throw it on. Bullshit. Skip the dishes stuff. (laughs) (laughs) How come there are Indian guys? All of the Indian guys are doing skip the dishes. What's about that? What's going on with that? What's the deal with the Indian guys? (laughs) What do you guys have against dishes? Yeah, what do you guys? Why you like do you skip food the in dishes? Them. I mean, you ever, you ever get skip the dishes and you forgot to add cutlery, so you have to go wash a fork? <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. That's so much fun. <laughs> that's cute, but I like it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful laziness. That's like eccentric laziness. I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, Anybody want to like uh, drop an idea they had? Not really like a joke premise, just any silly thought you had. Anything you wrote down today? I, I obviously want to share check some. My notes. Yes, obviously. Share them. I was kind of thinking that John kind of always looks like he just got hit in the forehead with an iron. Just <laughs> That's very cruel. That's that. I don't like that kind of jokes, man. Those, uh, those kind of jokes, those are like very mean spirited. And I, I, you know, I don't like that kind of shit. And right. obviously more and appropriate stop it. for <laughs> I think that that specific joke is actually much more appropriate to RF's widow's peak. 
<laughs> you mean he, you mean how Wait, he has one a second. Martin? Martin? Excuse me? Excuse you me? Mean, what you did mean you how his hair has like an individual fjord on either side? <laughs> it looked the like la- a rat the, thing wrote, the last thing I wrote down in my phone was from December 29th is the last time my Google Doc was updated. Just uh, one sentence. No private school shootings? Question mark. <laughs> I like that. I feel like that's on a board somewhere with like a piece of red twine. I've, I've got this one's not bad. I don't know how I would put it into a bit, but I was trying to think like if I went to like one of those anti-mask rallies, what would my sign be? And uh-huh. I decided on hashtag free the lip. <laughs> oh, free the nip. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I figure that would be a good one for the newspaper. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> That's that's your Beetle Bailey for the week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I just had the silly, really silly idea today. I got a couple jokes about the Friday the Thirteenth movies. I keep going back to this, but um, why doesn't Jason ever kill old people who are fucking? Why doesn't why? he? Yeah, that'd be a much funnier movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's breaking into the seniors' home out by the lake. <laughs> this is uh, like a like a crossover with Cocoon. Just the rest of the counselors that were there the day that he drowned. He just says, <laughs> he's got to keep checking them off his list. Yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, when um, there's a sound outside and then, like, you know, like, yeah, Friday the 13th movies. I can't remember like, the names of the characters, but, like, you know, the teenagers go outside. It's always a name like, Nick, Nick, are you out there? Are you coming back from the forest, Teddy? Teddy, this isn't funny, Teddy. Come back, Teddy. Like, it's got, like, got to be, like, uh, for, like, old people names, like, Arthur. Arthur, you <laughs> Geraldine, Geraldine, where are you? <laughs> Am I going to dr- see your gams tonight or what? Just drive the cane right through somebody's eye. <laughs> Yvonne, I'm not heating the outside, okay? Come on back in. <laughs> um, I so have uh, smashed people in the like- face with their oxygen tanks. You do a Freddy movie like that, he kills one with like like a writing instrument, he's like, how's that for a colonial pen? Or, uh. <laughs> I don't know if I killed her or if she just died in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freddy keeps getting foiled by natural causes. <laughs> the, the whole COVID hoax is just a cover-up for Freddy Krueger so that people don't just start talking about him and give him more power. <laughs> Yeah, the vaccine's just the that drug that makes it so you don't drink. Yeah, hypnocell. <laughs> How about this? I the I mean, I got nothing. Literally, I got nothing. This is the only thing that I could think of today, and I was singing this in the shower. So, you know how the the song, uh, we the the that that Vanga Boys song. Do you remember like we we like to party? But it's uh, love that song. Uh, yeah. So you see what I'm sharing? Yeah. So it's uh. So it's this song. You are retarded. You are. You are retarded. You are retarded. You are. You are retarded. You are retarded. You are. You are retarded. That's all I got. Oh man, that's perfect. That's timely, and it's. Just relevant. Like that's it's, that's it's, what wow. you should come out to on your Netflix special. <laughs> you <laughs> are retarded. 
just a mentally ill human being. <laughs> you should arrive on nice stage shot. in the Venga bus. <laughs> that, that's that's better than I took your picture. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want, I want to go to a strip club and when they're just like, all right, like you know, for a lap dance, it's like you know, fifty dollars for a song. What's your song? You are. are <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got no material, boys. I fucking ate shit at the last fucking. I fucking I bombed just, even so if I'm not, bad. Even if I'm not on it, just being like, I try to go to watch as many of the local open mics as I can, even if I'm not on them, and just being kind of there and hearing the rhythms of comedy kind of gets the the gears turning for me. And with oh, absolutely, that, yeah. You feel like you're right. such a good person if you're at an open mic that you're not on to. Like I'm so supporting the scene. I'm like the fucking I'm sitting there on my stool Godfather, like ready to come kiss the ring and pay the respects. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna offer you a set you can't refuse. <laughs> hey, uh, pretty good stuff there. Would you like a spot on my open mic? <laughs> All right, you get bread and wine. I think I could squeeze you into the service New Brunswick parking lot. Give them my card. <laughs> All right, fellas, this has been great. Thank you, Marty. Yeah, this thanks for having me out, though. Blast, man. Good to see you, man. Yeah, yeah, you as well, fellas. Can't Whenever. wait till we can party again. Of course, man. That one fucking night. Oh, my man. God. I listened to you... Frankie Valley, and I think about that night. <laughs> that was the last fun night, man. Like, it was a true comic hang, man. Yeah. Oh, God. What's the name of that fucking ridiculous bar? Five and Dime? We do comedy no, there. No, 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 Five and Dime. I love Five and Dime. Sports like bar, the, uh, Rockies. Sports bar we were at. Oh, Rockies. Rockies. Oh, good old Rockies. Got to get back to Rockies. Run up them stairs. Wear your gray jogging suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting drunk. Oh, man. Yeah, there was a bunch of people that tried to cancel that bar because they were like pro-Trump or some shit like that. Some The owner said something pro-Trump or something. What are you yeah. talking about? The owner you, of you Rockies. Think about Rockies? Little, uh... I, I don't remember that at all. It's like, it's probably not even a pro-Trump thing anyway. It's just like, you know. It's anyway. ridiculous enough anybody that's like loves any politician, let alone one that's not even in your own country. That's weird. Yeah. And to be mad. Yeah. But he's not. not I don't think like, he was. It's not like anybody at Rockies was going to vote for Donald Trump for his second <laughs> yeah. term. I think they just hated oh, no. it. I think with it this, was something... With these mail-in frauds, they might have been sending them in from Rockies and St. John to push Biden over the top. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whenever we, whenever this whole fucking horseshit ends and we see each other again, man, we will definitely... It's gonna be sweet? Yeah. Yeah, man. This is... Riffin? Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do an entire show of just fucking talking shit. You know, shitting on other comics. That's the whole show. Brian, Brian and John especially. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Gotta get vicious on each other. We were nice to each other on the podcast, but when we're face-to-face, like, uh, them gloves gonna come off. Now that yeah, everybody's more... been at home by themselves really learning who they are, and now is the perfect time to just tear them all down. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need more toxic masculinity to be honest with you, you know. Yeah. Well, you're not being happier because you're in the Proud Boys, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are Proud Boys, but we are yeah. in the Proud Boys. No, no. We're going to no, start no. our own chapter. 
pride pride and shame are for losers dude those are that's the, that shit is for you know you know that's where's the proud week. boys parade that's right yeah, what? don't be don't be a sad sack. Don't be a proud boy. Even just I'm just even keel, open Micah. Don't be a <laughs> Gavin right. Asperger's. What, what was oh, that? that should be the name of the episode. Gavin, Gavin Asperger's. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a whenever we see each Powerful other. Spell it in some weird way that will completely defeat the joke. You can just spell it yourself. You can give us. You can give me the title here, John. You know that'd be great if you want to. The ass and Asperger's will have like five S's. Yeah, we, we had we had a show a few months ago, and we decided that it, the title should. We were talking about Louie and the gathering of the Juggalos, so we suggested gathering of the Louie Bros, and Arif put out the podcast as gathering of the Louie Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't know that that was the joke, but anyway, uh, Marty. Whenever we see each other again, man, uh, we'll have a blast, soon, man. We'll wrap it up. We'll be definitely doing a couple of more of these podcasts in between then. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll have do that. On. Uh, of I course. Suggest, I should suggest some uh, Halifax people for you guys to have on. Yeah. We will definitely. We have we'll, to have. Uh, we'll Vince. go full buttholes on OnlyFans. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll definitely have to have Vince on. Like you and Vince for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. that's our next. Yeah, we got plans. We'll have Vince back on again. Mm-hmm. Uh, buddy, it's been great, man. Uh, have a good night, man. Hey, you too, fellas. Fellas, it's been a Take good one. Easy. Take care. Have a good night. Uh. I mean, no one's going to link. link Just remember that fascinating hidden truths will be revealed. That's right. Fascinating. Ah. When I raise up my sword. When I I held aloft my magic sword. Sword. (laughs) And screamed, by the power of edgelords. It's not a constitution, for it constitutes nothing. Why do I feel like whoever wrote that would have a huge problem with Marshall Bravestar? Our brave star. <laughs> you say you've never heard of this before. You are not alone in this. You are not alone. <laughs> I have molested children. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys. Have a good night, man. Yeah, you too, fellas. That was awesome. Fake microphone. Take care, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's still holding it. <laughs>